Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Okay. The call. Oh, cat's on the call. Yay, me! Yay, now where's Dave? Did you lose him? David! Was he on here? I don't know. I don't hear him. David! He and Kevin were joking about that thing that you get the message when you get on there. Uh, you are unmuted. You know, I know you go through my you know, go through my brain every time it says that. Is boy, I wish men had that ability for us women. <laughs> <laughs> now the first couple times I heard it, I was like, "Shut up! I'm not a mutant. How do you know? Leave me alone." <laughs> do you want a mutant? No, I'm not. Knock it off. No. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm, I almost sent you an email at the same time that you texted, sent me that, you know, on, on Facebook saying that, that uh, email sent. I almost sent you uh, the message. I had to delete it because it was saying, um, no email for me yet, but you're still on the phone with me. Hello. Huh? There he is. <laughs> there he I recognize is. that Oklahoma draw. Flagstaff, Missoula, and all the ships at sea. <laughs> and all bizarre points in between. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> uh, how cold is it there? Uh, it's actually, yeah, what is the temp over there where you're at, Kat? Today it's a balmy 72 degrees. You're kidding me. No. What's it like where you're at, Duke? Uh, that's what I'm looking up right now. Let's take a look. Currently, temperature is 19. You, yeah. got me beat, you got me beat by about five degrees. Woo-hoo. No. <laughs> but I, I, wrong. I, I got you beat. You know why? Frickin' 30-mile-an-hour winds. Oh, God, oh. no. No. Uh-huh. It may be 19 here, but it's nice and still, and there's no humidity. So it's a, yeah, just it's a good four below here. Cigarette. Screw that. <laughs> No, no, no. Brian has it's a dry cold going on, and I've yeah. got it's a dry heat here. Yeah, no. I can't believe Flag is you're 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 outside of Flag, right? Right. I can't believe Flag is seventy two right now. It is. My thermometer says it is, and I'm wearing shorts. So yeah, well, it's seventy two then. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> I used to office with Eric Borowski and his daughter, and they own the snow bowl up at Flagstaff. Right. The ski area. Yeah. 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 I, I, I had a chance to go out with her. I kicked myself for uh, I was too insecure. I, I should have I should have sidled up there and took her out because uh, Eric's got a I, I, his brother is joint owner of the, the Tampa Bay Rays, the the New Jersey Devils, the Devil the Jets, and the Nets. 
Oh wow. Yeah, and 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 since then has bought about half of downtown Orlando. I should have married into that family because she was good looking. <laughs> <laughs> you would have but been. No. <laughs> well, they're Polish Jews. Jews I couldn't get past that. They're Polish Jews, but hey, you know they'd have been converted by now. I didn't That's know I was going to be a Pentecostal. He's funny. You can't be around me and not get saved. <laughs> yeah. Okay, what yeah, are we going to do? You would have ended up with gonna... her. You wouldn't have had a, a lifetime of uh, of struggle fighting with demons and being broke a lot. <laughs> so yeah, that wouldn't have been I'm... any fun. Well, I don't fight them. I, 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 I put them in the bottomless pit, boys and girls. <laughs> I'm, I've got the golden arches. I'm, uh, billions and billions served. There you go. Sounds good to me. Uh-huh. Need to have billions and billions of demons flushed. Get plenty of them to get rid of. Uh-huh. Man, that's no joke. That is no joke. I've got a woman here that's been dealing with that. Just dealing with what? A demon. She's got demons, and she's driving me nuts with them. Well, because she, I hate she to break the news to you, folks, but I've never met anybody that's got just one. <laughs> well, no, yeah, I'm no, saying pen, she's there's got one around. There's more than one. The, the average penny, the average Pentecostal that's grown up in church, I get about seventy six out of, on average. Wow. Uh, somebody that's been molested and and and. Oh God. And, uh, uh, the, the minimum's about four hundred, and yeah. I've seen I've seen several thousand uh, right. take two or three days, and that's a whole y- lot of yawning, and crying, and and burping and farting yep. as they come out. Gotta get them out. Gotta get them out. Well, they come out. I don't know why, well, but I just got an image of Homer Simpson when you said that. But yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they swear up and down they don't have fatherhood issues, and that's always what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I'll sh- sometime when we're on, when we're talking, I'll share my my transactions with you a little more in depth and and the and the impact it's had on people. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's it's a useful thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what the topic is here. We're talking about how to discern if you're dealing with a bigfoot or if you're dealing with an entity. Okay. Uh, of some sort. I forgot. Whatever. Yeah. Hey, uh, can you put a? Can you when you do this? Can you get the picture of that one? I don't know whether Cat's the one that posted it or somebody else, but it it's the one where there's a, a Bigfoot looking creature with a big old long arm, and and it's on top of somebody's ho- uh, hospital bed. Oh, oh that's me. yeah, Cat's yeah. got that picture. Yeah, that's yeah. Friggin can you here. can you post that one when we're talking about this subject? Sure. I don't know who's got the rights to it. Where'd you get that from, Kat? That's just off the internet. Somebody okay, has sent well, yeah, where to go it find it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of yeah. the stuff that I put up for visual images, believe it or not, I actually have to go round up whoever it is that created it and ask their permission first so I don't mm-hmm. get a strike against me. Sure. So that's time consuming, yeah. too. Yeah. Well, I do have the pictures, too, of the portals. I've got tons of those, so whatever you want to do, I'll send you a bunch of them. But Dave was just saying that he has experience with the... Um, with the portal opening and seeing the shimmering, the shimmering um, effect of it in front of him, and I've got a really good, good picture of that. Yeah. Somebody so. just got video of that the other day, and I, I haven't seen it since then. Like maybe it got taken down again or something. <clears throat> but, the the uh, one in Montana. 
Uh, I'm not sure if it was in Montana. I don't think it was in Montana. Is, is that the no, Sparrow? No, it's in Sedona. It's in Sedona. Oh, okay. Yeah, so there was a spiral. It was a spiral. Looked like a cinnamon roll in the distance. I thought that was Montana. Well, if you're into, if you want to check out a portal here in Montana, my friend Joe Hauser owns the property that has one permanent location on it, and yeah. and ten, takes like tours around it. Go look at it. He's they got the little weird shack built around it. You know, it's like gravity distortion and that kind of crap. So, yeah. 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 No thanks. I said this. Yep, I said let's do it. Let's get this show on the road because I really let's duke it out, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> okay, in this corner. No, we're not going to do that kind of show, Cap. This is going to be a friendly discussion. Please do not attack each other. No, we weren't going to. He's too sweet. Okay. I okay, have a good. baseball bat. <laughs> <laughs> so does Michelle Obama, but we're not going to go there. Okay, don't don't make me pop my claws. <laughs> Well, you, your name is Duke, so technically I could duke it out, right? Ha ha. All right, guys. Well, is there anything in particular that either of you want to mention? No. Well, I just wanted to, you know, I, I want to uh, at, at some point talk about when we first get into the portals part of it, I want to disarm the Christians by starting, you know, go, go, I'd like five minutes to go through the Bible. Maybe it'd be the last three minutes. I don't know, but short amount Well, no, that would probably be a good thing to, to talk about, too, yeah. because a lot of the stuff with the demons is going to be tied up with them using portals to get back and forth. Uh-huh. And exactly. so that would be handy, because, you know, our buddy uh, Robert over there in Germany is having the same problem. He's got Bigfoot in this area. It's right next to a portal. It's crawling mm-hmm. with entities, and he keeps getting attacked by him every time he goes over to do Bigfoot research. Well, now, do mm-hmm. I, 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 you know, let me tell you, when you're dealing with the demonic, there's only one way to deal with them. Yeah. And that's you say, and then, now, the angels of God long to look into the things concerning uh, redemption. So the fallen angels certainly don't understand it, and so it's fulfilled atonement. So you say, in the name of Jesus, whose blood atones for my sins, I bind and rebuke you all, and I command you, I cast you into the abyss, and I command you to stay there. Now go. That's Did how you get rid of them. You talk about a portal, folks. Uh, the bottomless pit will appear beside your right foot, and they'll go right into it like you're flushing oatmeal down a drain. Cool. Right. Whether you see it or not. Cap, did right. he tell you the story about when he got hit by the orb? No. He was out at his research site, actually really close to where a couple of Bigfoot were. He could hear them off in the bushes, and he felt like something was sneaking up behind him. He whirled around and looked, and at the last second... It hit him in right above the le- left eye instead of in the back of the head, but he got hit by an orb. And it basically short-circuited his brain for about a month. He was a mess. Yeah, it, they will have that effect, most definitely. Oh, my gosh, that's good. I got hit by, I, I had a fallen angel sneak up behind me one time. I think it was in the back, and it felt like a 30-odd stick for about four or five. Yeah. No, I know... Robert's been been dealing with a lot over there, you know, and I, um, him and I have traded back and forth, you know, trying to figure out ways that I can help him over there, you know, and ex- explain to him what he's dealing with, you know. So um, he does send me pictures, you know, and I tell him, yes, I'm familiar with that, or no, I'm not familiar with that, you know. But for no. the most part, he's dealing with too much. And I knew I was right, you know. This is what surprised me is him and I 
I told him there had to be mining or something over there, something to do with the underground for that for that right. type of experience. And he emailed me back last month. He said he hadn't even been aware of it, but there were um, there was a, a big bridge with almost like a tunnel for the river to go through, and they it had all this stuff through it. And he said, I didn't even think of that until you said, you know, until I saw it again. And I, yeah. I said, yep, thank you. I knew. I knew it was there. I did. Yeah. So what is yeah, I got him on that track because we were talking about it, and I said, is there any, like, old, old, old structures around there, old standing stones, mounds, anything like that? And he's like, no. And I said, what did the area used to look like? What villages around there? Well, there was this one here, and there was this one there. It seems like historically they fought with each other a lot, and there was this, like, pond or, like, little river in between. And they had a, the bridge across that, and they would fight, like, there a lot. And I'm like, really? You ever heard of Lady of the Lake? There's this, like, yeah. island. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, they drained yeah. it. But that's sort of right in between those two villages and right where all this weird stuff's happening. Exactly. You know, and like you and I have talked about before, the Lady so of the Lake saying, was the what like... you're saying, the warfare between the two parties opened up the demonic? Is that what you're saying? No, what I'm saying is that it was probably already there, and the entities coming through it were encouraging them to fight with each other so they could feed off their pain and fear. And there you go. Yeah. I, got, yeah. I got you up on it, too. Yeah, yeah. I don't call them entities. I call them demonic, but okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, they're just, I don't know. There's well, just to me, so the much demons going on are just, To me, the, de- the, de- the demons are specifically those class of beings which were at one time giants, now dead, and they're trying to steal new bodies and screw with people. Yeah. yeah. Find right. new bodies. Everything yeah, right. they, not, they like to have fried chicken and have sex. Yeah, They exactly. like to have chicken and, eat, and get laid. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah, they no. just want to experience a gross carnal life again since they're stuck on Earth, can't go anywhere else. They want to exactly. take over somebody's body. And nobody's yep. told them that their future is a lake of fire. Yeah. 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 Oh. All I, right. like, well, I like, to, I like to tell them that every chance I get. Okay, Dave, your <laughs> signal faded out for a second there a little while back, so make sure you got good, good signal all the time here. Okay, I'm um, on landline. Okay, good. That's excellent. Yeah, we had that problem trying to record Kevin for the last episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. Trying to record it three times because it was storms going on there, and he had a cell phone and couldn't get a good signal. And finally, he had to run a landline all the way out to the garage and set up a landline out there so we could record the last episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my word. Oh, it was just a fight all the way through. Well, between episode six and seven, he was in the hospital, too. Where does he okay. live now? Where does he live? He's, he's over in Missouri. He's probably closer to you are than me. Yeah. 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 Well, he, they've got plenty of glogs in Missouri. Yeah. And oh, all, right. I just had a, a listener send me a couple pictures yesterday. Hey, what's this? Can you see these? And I'm like, the first one I could kind of make out what it was, and the second one, like, no. So they actually did a tracing of it and sent it to me so I could compare it to the picture and went, okay, now I can see what you're looking at. And both of them looked like German Shepherd or wolf type creatures materialized. Oh. And I said, oh, well, you've got entities over here. Don't go over there anymore. Don't take pictures of them. Protect your house. Stay away from them. Being there and paying attention to them, feeding them. And they're like, oh, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. We love you. (laughs) And again, yeah, some ancient park about a block away from their house. And I'm like, yeah, don't go over there anymore. (laughs) Stop that. (laughs) 
Here's what I want. Yeah. No, 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 yes, no, no, no. No, no. <laughs> grief. But it's nice to, like, at least know enough to have some confidence that when they show you a picture like that, you can with pretty much certainty go, that's some kind of entity. Stay away from it. Don't go over there anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Whether it's a dogman, skinwalker, or some kind of demon, it's all equally bad. Don't go there. Yeah. <laughs> but please don't poke it with a stick anymore, okay? Yeah. Definitely yeah. Know. All right, kids, are we ready here? Should we get her started? Yes, sure. please. Yeah, just don't lose my last name because I got books coming out. But go ahead. What your last name is? What? No, I don't yeah. even remember. My, my last my last name is Deliverer. That's right, David. I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> I know you don't like being called an exorcist because it's got that whole Catholic connotation. Well, yeah. can't we just call him Dave Troublemaker? There I you like go. <laughs> yeah, Catholic. Hey, Cat, are you Catholic? No, I was brought up till I was thirteen Catholic. Okay. Oh, God. Poor thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that creates issues in just about anybody that can actually think that's been in the Catholic Church. But now that they got a Jesuit, for sure. Oh, my yeah. God. I know. I know. I couldn't believe it. Even Hawkwind turned out a song. <laughs> I missed it. It was like two years ago. That's got these lyrics about everything that's going wrong in Europe. And, uh, and, and the end of the line of one stanza is, down with the Pope. And I was like, wow, that's the first time you guys have ever gotten that political. And by the way, thank you. <laughs> Even the old hippies are saying down to the Pope, it's pretty bad. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, he, he has everybody fooled because he's supposedly casting out devils. And I, I hate to break the news to him, but all they were doing was picking him up. They weren't casting him out. Yeah. yeah. They're killers. Doesn't want yeah. killers. Okay. Well, look at his deputy pope just got indicted for child molesting and cocaine parties and stuff. There well, and, and, well now here's the latest news. And the pope has welcomed him back with open arms and reinstated yeah. <laughs> Well, of course. Don't you know that all you have to do is say, hey, by the way, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, here's here's the worst part. Uh, when he uh, uh, About, uh, what, six months ago, he came out and said, hey, this whole abortion thing, no big deal. Quit going crazy over that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yep, it is the false prophet, T R O F I T prophet. Yeah. No, it's 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 the other way. He's the he's 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 the one going to be with Antichrist when they kick them both in the lake of fire. Yeah. Yep. They're the only ones with special invitations. Pedo Pope. Well, you know, Pedo Pope and his buddies are going to be having some problems with this new uh, executive order that got passed by Trump. Yeah, you can bet that's going to drag some of them up into the net too. Goodbye. Uh-huh. Yeah, I would, it would make me happy as as a clam if they got to grab a hold of some of the Vatican's money. Yeah, really? Wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> got a lot of it too. Let's freeze as much of that as we can get. <laughs> we'll, we'll force them to take refugees from their Fran- countries in Fran- the Vatican. Fran- Francisco de Pietro de Bararoma. Uh, St. Francis, the Peter of Rome. That was St. Francis's real name. Did you know that, Pat? Uh, Cat? Yes. Fran- Francisco, Francesco de Pietro de Bararoma. Yes. Yeah, and, and St. Francis said, you know, the one that takes my name, he's not going to be a shepherd. He's right. Not, he, the Lord's going to give him that. a destroyer. A destroyer. Yep. And and this guy knew the prophecy and took the name anyway. 
Yep. Yeah. See, that tells you something right there. Why would he do that? You yeah, know, what if does he... Barack mean, Dave? Uh, Barack mm-hmm. is is uh, uh, to fall speedily. It also yeah. is fall speedily. Yeah, to fall speedily, uh, and then oh, and then like, Obama is from the heights. So fall speedily from the heights. Yes, when like, Jesus like, said, "I saw God. Satan fall like lightning from heaven," that's not really what uh-huh. he said. He said, "I saw Satan fall speedily from the heights." So when Jesus was telling them about the pre-Adamic uh, 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 uprising in, in heaven, uh, he said. His exact words were, "I saw, I saw Satan as Barack Obama." Uh huh. Yeah. Satan is Barack Obama. Yeah. Uh-huh. The whole, you know, <laughs> the yeah. whole uprising against him that was right during the Trump election period, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Telling you. Okay, well, let me let, enough diverging. Let's. Uh, let right, so. down here. Yeah, he might be a bigfoot bugger. I'm not sure. I mean, a bigfoot, a bigfoot uh, poltergeist. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> All right, let's let's leave a little blank space here so I can find it. it gives a whole new meaning for the word bugger, doesn't it? <laughs> Three, two, one. Big Sky Howdy. Welcome to another episode of World Bigfoot Radio. Uh, we got re- uh, feedback in the back there. Whoever's on the... This ain't working. Dave, you're on a landline. I'm on a landline. I'm on my show. I always echo somehow. I'm hearing my voice echo. Echo? Maybe it's you. How can that be? I'm on a cell phone. Is it me? Would have to be. Okay. Well, I don't know what to do about that. Have you got... Uh, Speakerphone on or something because you can't use that nope. if you're doing this. Nope, nope, sure don't. Try, try it again. Give her another break here. Let me turn the speakerphone on and off again. Make sure. Hello. Hello. Yeah, can hear you. Okay. Big Sky Howdy. Welcome to another episode of World Bigfoot Radio. You're listening to the Duke and. Today we have a round table. Ooh. The Duke's round table. For the first time ever we're having a round table discussion and the Duke's round table has very very uh highly regarded in my eyes anyway guests and uh I'm looking forward to hearing what they have to say and one of the guests that we are having on here both of them have been on previous shows and multiple shows. One of them is Dave the Deliverer and the other one is Cat Hansen. And we are going to be discussing how, if you think you're interacting with a Bigfoot or there's a Bigfoot nearby or something like that, how can you tell if it's actually a Bigfoot and not something else pretending to be a Bigfoot? And that's the topic of discussion for the first Duke's Roundtable. And with that, let me welcome my guests. First off, Kat Hansen. Welcome, Kat. Hey, how are you? I'm doing great. Glad to have you on, dear. And our second guest for this roundtable discussion, uh, very happy to have him back here. He's been been gone for a while. Dave the Deliverer. Welcome back to the show, Dave. Thank you. Don't hug the Wookiees. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Kevin got to say that last time. He really wanted to say don't hug the Wookiees. So he yeah. But anyway, yeah, like I said, uh, the uh, the topic of discussion here is if you think that, you, you know, you got something around your property, 
uh, some swiping the food out of your trash can maybe or taking stuff from around the property and making it disappear, rapping on the house in the middle of the night, you're hearing weird voices, any of this kind of stuff. You haven't actually seen anything maybe and you're not really sure what you're dealing with. How can you tell if you're dealing with a flesh and blood Bigfoot or maybe if it's something else? So who wants to go first on this one? I think we should let Dave go because um, he, he can explain a lot. Lay down like the the groundwork here, and then we can go from there. Okay. Well, oh. just we'll do that. And first off, before Dave gets started here, to let anybody who hasn't heard him in the past know, Dave has a background in uh, the religious uh, spiritual world. He works for uh, church. We don't use the word religion. We don't use the word religion. We don't use the word religion. Uh, and uh, he is he is specifically uh, what he does is throws demons into the bottomless pit. That's there what he does. And uh, Kat, as many of you know, is on sort of the other side of the spectrum where she's been brought up knowing all about these cryptids and been trained to deal with them and having uh, connection and interaction with them from the standpoint of the Native American community and their traditions. So I thought it would be fun to get both these guys on the same show here and get each of them's take on the same topic. And if we're going to start out with Dave, Dave, why don't you give us some background from the biblical standpoint on um, one of the things that always seems to be associated with this, well, not always, but a lot of the time associated with this is portals. You want to talk about portals a little bit? Sure. Well, you know, to begin with, uh, uh, we do emotional healing and then deliverance because if you do deliverance first, they just come back. Right. Because <laughs> it's, it's all about darkness. And that's kind of what we're talking about today is is darkness. Emotional darkness uh, draws to spiritual darkness. And uh, unfortunately, uh, a lot of the stuff that comes through the portals, um, you know, Kat and I are kind of in agreement that at times things that have physical bodies go in and out of those portals. And there are the negative uh things that attach to them and come in and out. And so I know that there are a lot of Christians that don't really understand this stuff, and I kind of wanted to hit it from a biblical basis. To begin with, um, you know, there's portals in the Bible, folks, and uh, there's... uh, place called Mount Hermon and that's where we know that's a portal from the book of Enoch because that's where the watchers came down it's a portal to heaven and then if you go to your your uh, story of Elijah going to heaven in a chariot of fire he and Elisha made a a uh, a journey to where he got to to the point where he was going to be taken up to heaven and we know it was a long journey, and Israel just wasn't that wide. They could have gotten there just about anywhere in a day or so, so a couple of days. So this long journey was most likely north and most likely to a place called Bashan. And Bashan is Mount Hermon. And there's a lot of us that have have done some research, a few of us have done some research on this, and most of us agree that 
The place he was taken up from was Mount Hermon, where he threw down his mantle, and Elijah got it and got the double anointing. Then we move on to uh, Jesus and the Mount of Transfiguration. And uh, when you look at I, uh, there's something that's that's very peculiar in the book of Isaiah when it, it gives the prophecies about Jesus and about his crucifixion. It's, it says that the bulls of Bashan surround me. The bulls of Bashan have surrounded me. The bulls of Bashan, have, you know, uh, it mentions it over and over. And the bulls of Bashan, well, Bashan is Mount Hermon. We know that. it's uh, That area is called Bashan. And the bulls of Bashan, I, I can't imagine a, a, a livestock causing the, the crucifixion of Jesus. So, you know, without doubt, I, I think we can, we can say that that's the disembodied spirits of, of these giants. We know from the book of Enoch that they, that they were, their lot was to, uh, upon their decease, uh, they didn't have standing in, they, they're not heirs of salvation, they didn't have standing in hell at that time, and so they were to wander the earth as vagabonds, as unclean spirits. And the last time I was on, I talked about how we finally made the connection, because every time that Jesus encountered the demonic, in, and especially the, the demoniac, uh, at Gettysoret, uh, the, the Bible says that, that they had unclean spirits. Uh, and, you know, it wasn't until later they were called the, the demonios, demonic. And those unclean spirits, they said to Jesus, but by the way, God pronounced, let me back up, God pronounced the judgment. There to be vagabonds, there to be unclean spirits until the day of final judgment. Well, when Jesus encountered the demoniac, uh, it says, we know who you are, O Holy One of God. And they begged him not to. They said, have you come to torment us before our appointed time? So there's an appointed time. And also, they begged him not to cast them into the abyss. Another name for the bottomless pit. So they knew that God had a holding cell for them. And they also knew that they had an appointed time. So when they were called unclean spirits, I, we finally made the connection to biblically that, hey, we can believe the Book of Enoch somewhat. I know it's not a, you know, a lot of the the of the books of Enoch are, that are out there are not the actual whole scroll that they recovered uh, from. That's a long story, but they, they got a copy of the of the real book, a whole scroll, of the Book of Enoch from the Dead Sea Scroll, or from the uh, caves at Qumran, and where they found the Dead Sea Scrolls. Well, and right now so the accepted one that gets passed around a lot has actually three books in it, and they can only guarantee that the first book is actually Enoch because that's the one that they found in the caves of Qumran. Book number two and three may be later written by somebody else under the pen name Enoch. And also, supposedly, Enoch wrote over 300 books during his lifetime. So yeah. there's a lot of books of Enoch out there that we don't mm-hmm. have copies of. And mm-hmm. just to back you up, one more uh, thing. You're talking about Mount Hermon, uh, Bashan, or Bashan there. Uh, that's where Og, king of Bashan, came from. The guy mm-hmm. with a really long bed that taunted all the Israelites when they showed up and said he was going to stomp all of them. And it didn't work out that he way. He was the last. He was the last of the Raphaim. Yep. But yet, it, it, it turns out that the rest of the of the tribes, 
that God had them wipe out, they were all descendants of him. Mm. So those, you know, like like Wes Germer talks about that that you know God seems like this this uh, guy with a bad attitude having having the children of Israel wipe out these people, but those were all tribes of giants. The, the yeah. regular people, when they would encounter them, they'd give them an opportunity to join them. But not in other words, for, yeah, from God's standpoint, those weren't actually people. Right. Those were monsters. See, that's that's something, folks, that we got to get square here. Just because somebody's got a language, and just because or or, or they looked humanoid, doesn't mean they were people. It or didn't. They're humans, exactly. Correct. See, that's where I draw the distinction because there's we know from the fossil record that there were things on Earth that weren't us that looked similar to us, and they're you know. From our from our definition of it, you could generally say, "Well, yeah, they were people. They had language. They were culture. They were bipeds. They looked something like us. Were they humans? No, no. absolutely not." Yeah, so that's not what we call people. <laughs> we don't call those the good old folks, you know. And so uh, the so let me get my chain of thought here. So the. Uh, the bulls of Bashan that were that encompassed uh, uh, Jesus, you know, according to the prophecy of Isaiah, uh, a lot of us think that Jesus went to the uh, to have the Mount of Transfiguration, to the Mount of Transfiguration, and had the visit with Moses and Elijah, to, and they, where they openly dis, uh, discussed what he would accomplish by his decease in Matthew 17, that he was picking a fight, because according to theology what we believe god couldn't send jesus and then kill him the devil had to kill jesus because the devil had taken title deed to the earth from adam and for him to lose it he had to kill the innocent one and so jesus had gone there openly discussed what he would accomplish by his decease through that same portal those guys coming down from heaven and or sheol and openly talking about that then we look at a at a, at a second portal being in Jerusalem. Now we call it the Ascension, but that's the same spot, folks, where all of the, all of the angelic stuff back in in King David's time happened. So, are there portals in the Bible? No, they're not called portals. But you know, uh, there's another one we could talk about. Just came to mind, uh, Jacob, who who was later named Israel. Because he wrestled with God, <coughs> excuse me. He looked at, at he was at that site when he saw the angels of God ascending and descending upon a stairway to heaven or a ladder to heaven. So there's a portal at that site. So portals are not something that that. Well, let me say this to begin with: you see a portal, don't go through it. Right. <laughs> but because it's it probably to the dimension. Right, portals under, aren't referenced under the as portals, quote right. unquote, in the right. Bible, but they're obliquely referenced. You know, if you're looking at it from that standpoint, mm-hmm. that there's like certain areas where supernatural events tend to happen over and over again. Yeah, and and I don't think that Cat is saying that that there are good things that come through the portals. I'll let you speak for yourself, but from our previous our discussions and what I've heard you talk about, I don't think that that anybody is saying that there's good things that come through the portals that appear today. Mm-hmm. Not to say that something couldn't, but, you know, well, historically, I don't think it wasn't. 
yeah, it, it it could be that that was a system that was used when the watchers were actually active. And now yeah, I'm not talking about the biblical portals. I'm talking about yeah. something that might pop up in Godibo, Oklahoma, or out there in western Oklahoma, yeah. or out in Arizona in the desert. You know, if, if something comes through a portal, if you see a portal there, you might want to run the other direction because there may be right. a pterodactyl come through there or something riding on the back of a pterodactyl he's trying to get rid of. <laughs> so, so I've, I've done enough <laughs> research now to find out that not all portals are just stationary, that there's ones that can move around from yep. place to place, and there's ones that can open and, and disappear again. Yep. And uh, let's bring Kat on. Kat, you want to talk about that a little bit? Well... What do I want to talk about? Well, do I want to talk about if they're stationary or yeah, they move around? Yeah, just a little bit more on portals because I've heard that mm-hmm. there, sure. you know, there's ones that can like be in one place and like never open up there again, like something right. can open. Yeah, up there. I, I'm really, I was really appreciative of of hearing you talk about the ones that 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 can occur, uh, you know, when the lateral lines begin to the the magnetic, you know, uh, uh, occasionally open them. Yeah. They do. Thank you, because, yeah, that's exactly what happens. And I always tell people, it's almost like, um, you know, the puzzle boxes where you have to push pieces of wood through to another, you know, to another side or pull and then line them all up. You know, like a Rubik's Cube. Yeah. Jenga. Something, you know. It's like that, you know, where things have to, uh, to line up perfectly, you know, and once it does, and it's not always the same place, you know, or the same time, um, it bang, you'll get the perfect condition to cause a portal to open up. Those are the, I call those the randoms. You know, those are not fixed. Um, and the ones that are fixed pretty much are set on plates that um, are pretty much stationary. You know, I mean, take a long time to move, you know, by just a hair's um degree, you know, and so they're still going to work to a certain extent. Um, but there again, the I, got a question for you on the, I got a question for you on the stationary ones. Do you usually find those at like <laughs> nodal points on the dragon currents or ley lines where there's like lines that are crossing each other? Is that where you tend to find most of the stationary ones? Yes, those. And the other place that I tend to find them, believe it or not, um, are high density um thickness of quartz, you know, the quartz crystals. And I always tell people, you know, well, the first radios that we had were quartz radios, you know, quartz right. crystal quartz radios, crystals, you know. Yep. You know, so that makes perfect sense when you realize that they are just... Um, yeah. Now, 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 you just went over a whole lot of people's heads. So I want to paint them a picture. Let me interject. You got the first radios had tubes like the televisions did. And... Mm-hmm. The, the the dial that, that you went back and forth with, there was a little white deal and then a red line through it. That white deal was quartz. Yes. And that's what they're talking about. That would have gone over, if I hadn't already heard you, that would have gone over my head and I would have been puzzled about that. That was literally the tuner you went up and down the dial with. It's quartz, and that's what re- caused those magne- those radio waves to come in. Excuse me. Go ahead. Right. right. No, I so appreciate you, you doing that. Big deposit of quartz in the ground. You've got a couple of uh, dragon lines that cross there that are giving it energy. You've got your tuning to a certain frequency, and you've got the energy to power it. Yeah, and he's right. not talking about Puff the Mag's dragon. dragon. Mm-hmm. He's talking about dragon lines, like literally dragon lay lines. lines. Horizontal right. lines, dragon lines, energy lines. There's names. All different cultures have different names. Right. 
And then the frequency that's going through that. Of course, that, that might be where a dragon, if it was going to appear, that might come through there. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. You know, um, but the frequency, too, that I want people to understand that's being passed through those is the Schumann frequency. And that's the frequency of the earth itself. This earth has its own frequency. So it's a resonance, and it's like um, a resonant vibration. You know, how when you thunk piece of um, a drum, how it will sit there and resonate, you know, and you can hear it. You can, and if you were to place it in water, you would actually see the ripples going out from it. Well, then you pass that through these ley lines, dragon lines, whatever you want to call them, mm-hmm. and they activate, you know. And it's interesting to me when they do, when I find one that's uh, shifted, you know, when I find one that's a surprise. Those are the ones that I find interesting because they don't seem to have a set um, uh, set of ground rules. That's what I'm going to call it. And I don't mean it to sound like a pun by saying ground rules, but that's what it is. Um, these guys are opening up where they've never opened up before, you know, or if they have opened up, it's so far back in history that um, humans have no recollection of it. So when Ooh, I come across that, could, could that could that be a magnetic resonance in the in the upper atmosphere from the space boys? Space probe. Thank you. Yeah. 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 And could it be the ionosphere, folks? Yeah. Yeah, lifting yeah. the upper ionosphere with harp would definitely cause some sort of a conflict or that sort of thing going on. Exactly. Uh, you know, so the other, and, the other thing I wanted to bring up before we go any further is Kat mentioned resonance frequencies. If you guys are really interested, you can go look it up. Schumann resonance frequency, S C H U M A N resonance yeah. frequency. And you'll find I'm just gonna throw this out there for everybody, you're gonna find if you really read the articles on it and the studies done on it, that it's actually increased. You know, um it sped itself up. So there again, what happens when you take a magnet, you know, and start spinning it, it creates um, its own field. You know, it gets, it produces a resonance field that comes becomes stronger and stronger, and you can actually um, float objects in it. You can, there's a number of things that our scientists have practiced with these, you know, with the magnetic frequencies. And they found, um, you'll find little neat toys out there that they sell in the stores where um, it's got a magnetic field on the top and a magnetic field on the bottom, and you push the little toy in between, you know, in between these two little clamps. It looks, it looks like a backwards C, and you can actually have your little desktop toy there where it's floating. You know, there's nothing holding it. And that's a, that's a magnetic frequency that's holding it. You know, it's created its own field. So okay. in doing this, yes? Uh, I was just going to say that uh, we're... Another thing that could be doing this, and, and to just extrapolate a little bit more, yes, the Earth has its own Schumann resonance frequency, but everything, every separate thing on the Earth, like the human, for instance, mm-hmm. has its own frequency that's almost the same as the Earth, but not quite. They're all yep. off by just a little bit. They're all individually a little bit different. And to bring back to the analogy of the little chunk of quartz in your radio that you're using for a tuner, the, the actual the Schumann resonance frequency is actually shifting. It's changing. And the only yep. you know thing that I've been able to think of for this, and I'm not sure, maybe they figured it out. And they're not telling us whatever, but we are actually entering a really thick area of space, according to the Space Boys, that's got a higher than average radiation in it and higher density of matter in it, 
and that could be affecting the earth and causing its resonance frequency to shift. And to put this in another light is if the space around us is causing the dial on the radio to be turning, we're getting closer to somebody else's channel, which Mm -hmm. could make it a lot easier for them to open portals and get to our channel. Yep. And and when I was talking about, I'm going to say something, when I was talking about Space Boys, I wasn't talking about the boys at, uh, at NASA. I was talking about the other space boys. <laughs> well, I was talking about the boys at NASA. That's who I call the space boys. But yeah. I know you're well, talking, I was about, talking the great... about the actual space boys. And if you listen to any of the folks who've talked about that in the past, i.e., Phil Snyder or any of those other guys, uh, the the one thing that the quote unquote aliens and uh, and and I've seen a few UFOs that ended up having uh, U.S. Air Force markings on them. Uh-oh. Right. Uh, they went by uh, with no sound uh, at low altitude over my house and over some places I've been. Uh, that's all. The, they're here to, to for the rare earth magnets, <laughs> among other things. And that every magnet that we basically have uh, that we've ever seen are literally artificial magnets. And yes. we're not allowed to, under some kind of agreement with these jokers, uh, to have the rare earth magnets because that's what they're here for. And that, that evidently, that is how they their spaceships, uh, i.e., I guess ours too, uh, if if we were to uh, have some uh, like theirs, that the, the reason they're able to move so quick is they are able to now. Who knows why they're able to turn a ninety degree turn at forty five thousand miles an hour? That's another question. But uh, uh, seemed to me like that might be more spiritual than physical. Uh, but whatever. But at any rate, they they they're definitely solid chips. The uh, the the magnet is fixed, and they move the deal away from or back from the magnet that's there and hence that's their drive their propulsion as well as some elevators i hear i.e underground that these things literally you just move whatever you want to move that's affixed to your craft either away from or toward the magnet and it it moves you quick or moves you slower and that that's the only propulsion drive that they have or need and so these rare earth magnets, uh, if these things are, if, if there's as many of them as we've been led to believe in the atmosphere, which I, I personally believe these are of the type that we were already talking about earlier, <clears throat> but uh, uh, these things definitely have physical ships. And uh, if there's a bunch of those in the air and running around and all this rare magnet mining going on uh with our with with supposedly human beings helps uh, help uh not only do i think we're in the end times folks but this definitely might be driving a lot of this stuff that we're seeing some of these peculiar happenstances around the world because if you go moving uh, big quantities of rare earth magnets around you're going to get some funky things happening in the ionosphere and in the atmosphere and then play with harp, the other weird stuff they're doing, too. Now, getting back to NASA again, the space boys at NASA, not the little gray mm-hmm. ones, but the, the human-looking ones. They're mm-hmm. human, I guess. Uh, okay. 
be uh, <laughs> who knows <laughs> who knows anyway um, for a long time what we were talking about was just the most outrageous occult uh, woo woo and not to be taken seriously until our physics started getting really good here in the last couple decades and NASA pretty much just caved in and admitted yes there are portals take it away Kat no, that was my day. <laughs> was, I was running around telling everybody, yay, yay me, because I've only been speaking on it, you know, for 20 years telling people and having the other people out there, you know, the naysayers say, nope, no such thing can't happen. When in reality, it does happen, you know. I mean, this planet is a created planet. It's planned, you know, so it's going to have some things here that uh, were thrown in, you know, that we have no understanding of. But that doesn't mean that we can't gain understanding of, you know? So when I or at least like, at least understand that that's what is causing some of the weird anomalies and these portals opening and closing. Yes, even, people need to be aware of that. Even if we don't try to understand the physics of it, you know. Right. And before we go any further here, for, for I want to say who, something. Who, who don't have the education that Kat does, or maybe Brian does. So, no, no, no. Everybody's brilliant in their own way. You know, in my education, I always just throw that out there as, um, you know, it's more for Because you did it. Well, I did it. Yeah, I did it, and I'm proud <laughs> of that. <laughs> but I also throw it out there, you know, for the naysayers that sit there and say, you know, oh, I can't get behind that. Well, you know, from an educational standpoint, they can't get behind that. Well, I'm just like, no, that's not the case. The case is you're just being stubborn and you don't want to move past that. So what I was going to say, though, is this. I want to make it abundantly clear where I stand on this, okay? There are no little green-gray aliens, okay? Um, There was a project that was done, I believe it was in the 60s, late 60s, by um, Dr. Hynek. And he came to the conclusion, he was steadfast in his belief that they were aliens, you know. And he, by the time that they, he had done so much uh, informational study and things being brought to his attention for this study, he came to the conclusion that what we were dealing with were spiritual beings. They were not aliens. Extra-dimensional, you know, not extraterrestrial. Right. Okay. And I want people to understand that because there is a difference. Okay. When you're dealing with the alien, you know, like like you just said, you know, they're out there, they're um, alien, they're supposedly coming from different planets to us. You know, um, I don't believe in that. I don't believe in those. I have a firm disbelief in them. Okay. Um, what these things are are extra dimensional interdimensional being, okay? And I want that understood. And they're not benign, they're malignant. Right. Going back to our uh, analogy Yeah, going back to our analogy of earlier, they live right here. They're from right here. They are just from a different uh, uh, channel on the radio dial. Well, uh, let me say say this, though, because, you know, I've talked to both of you about this. I do believe that they've been that they are that they are on other planets. I yes. believe that listen, they got to build those spaceships somewhere. Do they have the ability to go to other planets? Sure, they do. You know, uh, and the fact of the matter is, we, there's a folks, my Bible believing folks. There's a whole lot of questions we can't answer, 
And I'll go into that in a minute about the Bible in, the, in that first chapter. There's a whole lot of weirdness and that, right. that they totally mistranslated. And in the first three verses, it's enough to blow your mind. And then you take what Jesus said about, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. And that was pre-Genesis 1. Had to be because the devil showed up in the garden. Now, right. right. You know, he didn't get kicked out of heaven during Genesis 1. It was prior to that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we'll talk about that in a minute. Kat and I are kind of in agreement on that, although she's got may have some other stuff to add. But, you know, this is a new earth creation where everything, the earth, 6,000 years old, nah. You know, there's of the of the steadfast theologians from Chuck Missler to Spurgeon to all these preachers, all of them were were old earth, new creation. Yeah, they're creationists that believed in an old earth. Yeah, yeah. and and all these guys, Doctor Baugh and all them, I respect Doctor Baugh, but he's wrong. There's no way in the world the earth is six thousand years old. No, Any more it's, than, it's old. more than the than the sun is six thousand years old. Right. You know? And they're just, they're, I'm sorry, you know, and, and uh, foot, uh, human foot, uh, di- dinosaur tracks on top of a human foot, per, notwithstanding, it, it is what it is, you know. Texas trackways, gotta love them. Okay, well, before, <laughs> before <laughs> we'll get, I'm sure we'll get back around to this again. Now, let's get back to the main topic. Uh, Kat, you filled this one first. You got something coming up to your house in the middle of the night, wrapping on the walls of your house. You're seeing weird glowing eyes out in the dark and stuff like that. How can you assure yourself that it's actually a Bigfoot and it isn't some kind of demon screwing around on your property? Well, this is what I always tell people, okay? Um, I did an article for a magazine, an online magazine, I want to say back in like 2008, maybe 2009, um, and it was talking about um, Sasquatch and... uh, the parent, you know, the poltergeist effect is what I was, what I called it, um, yeah. because you get a lot of that. You know, things knocking on your house, um, things trying to get your attention while you're doing that. Um, and to me, I want people to understand. Stayama or Sasquatch, whatever you want to call them, I always just call them what they told me to call them, which is Stayama. Um, they do knock. But they're not going to sit there and bang on your house from room to room to room to room, you know, faster than you can run the length of your home, okay, or faster than you can open the door and come out and there's nothing there, okay. That's not, they don't do that, okay. I want people to understand this. Um, What you will get, and there are those people out there who can back up what I'm saying, is you will get a knock, like a person knocking at your door, you know, um, you three times, you know, bang, 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 you know, trying to um, have you come to them. Once you open that door up, you're going to either A, see them standing close by, or B, you're going to see the, their eyes, you know, where they're hiding further back into the woods. And the reason that they do this it's not because they're doing it to antagonize you. They're not doing it to, um, you know, pull a prank on you. It's something that they have witnessed other humans do to make you open the door. Okay, so they're letting you know that they're there. Okay, well, you're not. Let me let me add something. I got a friend, 
And his his sister lives in in the back country uh, outside of Tampa, Florida. And her folks live with him. My friend's parents live with his sister. And uh, she's a she's single, and she's of the right age. And they've been banging. They go. The, the, there's a bachelor group there, and they do bang on the house. And they don't hang around where you can see their light, their eye shine. They're trying to get her to come outside, and they have nefarious ends to that. And it's scaring the folks and scaring her. And they don't go outside after dark. And those things come, and they have been banging, but they're banging in one spot. They're not banging up down the sides of the house. They're banging on the side of the house to. He thinks to terrorize them. I think what they're trying to do is they're frustrated that she won't come out so they can grab her. And I go back to the Salyer Lake and the lady across from Salyer Lake. Everybody remembers the outlaw talking about purgatory. I live 30 miles from there. And across the street is uh, down two miles, and across the street from Salyer Lake, there's a lady that they caught her outside. And the, the young bachelor group did. And she ended up in a mental institution. God bless her. Because they got a hold of her, and I think they might have got a hold of her more than once, and she's not something she wanted. So, yes, for the for the troops and and that cat, I'm in total agreement. But there's the bachelor groups, and they are ornery rascals, and they have been molesting my friend's sister's horses too. So there's a whole other line to that that you can't just ignore. But go ahead, excuse me. Well, there's no, great that's... now. Before we go any further, let's go a little bit further into this here because now I know another example of that, that there was a bachelor group hanging up on the uh, east side of Mount Sentinel at one point. One of my friends is up there elk hunting, got caught up there and uh, with the sun going down, and his hunting partner had wandered off somewhere else, and he has really bad vision to start with. And at night, he's all but blind. And three of them apparently had a, a great time chasing him all the way down the backside of the mountain. He got very seriously hurt in the process, not directly from them, but ran right into a barbed wire fence and tore his leg to pieces uh, and had one of them trailing down the road until a car came around the corner and the lights started shining in his direction and he heard it run off into the woods again. But, you know, so there's, if you haven't got a normal troop going and there's these, you know, gangbangers, problem males are, you know, won't deal with the troop and got kicked out and they're all banding together sort of thing. You can't expect normal Bigfoot troop behavior from them. So that is a different situation. Yeah, and, and if they're if they're the young bachelor group, they're not out to kill you and eat you. They're out to no. molest you. Yes. The, if it's the old bachelor group and it's the springtime, they'll kill you and eat you. You better watch your back in the springtime. Okay, Kat, your turn. Go. Comment on everything. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. I just want to make that abundantly clear to people, okay, because people say that they hear them all of a sudden bang all the way around the house, then they will hear them on the roof, then they'll hear them at a window, you know, blah, 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 back and forth, back and forth. And that doesn't happen that fast. They just do not do that, okay? No. That's one way to tell, okay? And that's, um, something, the, uh, that's something we deal with with the demonic, too, when people move into a new house. Is is mm-hmm. they'll they'll call us up and say I got problems over here, and you and, can distinguish the demonic type rapping. One way that you can do it is because you'll hear it coming from inside the house. We're talking yes, they're not. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I was uh, just and, going to you say know, that. Uh, or it's kind of like that poltergeist movie, and the TV suddenly goes goes to fuzz, and the house yeah. begins to rumble. I've had that happen yeah. too. 
while I was weird standing there and the front part yeah, of my body goes numb like while I'm biting and rebuking. If you're getting weird side effects like that, you can be pretty sure it's not a Bigfoot at that point. Exactly. Rocks being thrown at the house are one thing. Rocks appearing inside of your home, which mm-hmm. is very common with people who, who say they've had... Um, I'm going to refer to them as Bigfoot, okay? I I am not of the mind that people say, you know, oh, they hate that. You know, I get I get 100 emails a day telling me, oh, they hate to be called that. Well, no, they don't. <laughs> you know, they've never told me that they hate to be called that. So well, I'm just going to... hate it. Kevin even called know? him that. He said, look, you're Bigfoot. Yeah, I got big yeah. feet, so what? No, yeah, so what? That's exactly yeah. the way that they do. They look at their feet when you say it, you know. They do know. With pride. So, With pride. Exactly, you know. They've got big feet. So, yeah. you know. We have huge you, feet. We're proud. And then they say, exactly. you know what that means, and they wiggle their eyebrows, yeah. Yeah, that's it, exactly. So it's like, you know, people need to understand that, what you're getting there with, you know, with what I call the poltergeist effect is just that. Because think about the stories that you've heard about poltergeist activity. You hear about the knocking, the crazy knocking all over the side of the house, underneath the house. You know, inside the house, you have rock uh, falls inside the house, you know, things like that. And there are many, many, many people who report that they have that with the stigma, you know, the Bigfoot. And it's not the case. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's yep. one right there. You know, automatically, no, that's not. Tell, a tell, them, tell them. Tell them what you told us earlier. How this works? That these things. That these things come attached to the boogers when they are Bigfoot when they come through the portal portals. That right. They well, just like, yeah. Yeah. It's it's their energy feeders. You know, they're. I just call them energy hogs. Okay. They want what every single being has, and that's energy. Okay. So you will get um, these creatures, you know, the, that come through with them, you know. And some of the Native American tribes have actually, where they have the set portals, actually have uh, carved out what comes through those portals, you know. And I have that in one of my videos is the fact that you will see um, a footprint. It's a carved yep. human footprint. Oh, it's huge. It's mm-hmm. hand-carved. And then right beside it is what looks like a wolf track you know, and that's been carved as well. And that's, you know, for the big, you know, dog-like creatures that follow them through. You know, there's other things that come through, you know, and if you've ever, if you know, if your listeners have ever watched my videos, you see I have many, 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 many pictures of these things. They come through, some are just horrific looking, you know, um, with the sharp teeth and the, the horrible eyes and, you know, there's no mistaking what you're seeing. And, they're they're demonic. They look demonic, you know, and these, for lack of a better word, are, you know, they're just a type of energy hog. They follow them around. They feed off of their energy. And think about that. If they can feed off a human who's puny, you know, we are puny compared to a stayama, you know, think about that. This thing, this creature is 10 feet tall. Okay, imagine what his energy field looks like. You know, so they're going to follow them through from dimension to dimension to dimension through the portals. They're yeah, going to hop and, through with them. Yeah, and let me let me so as a like a lamprey on a big fish. They attach your belly. Reminded, can I remind you of the Janosqua, the Bigfoot oh. that that uh, yeah. after the glowing red eyes that do eat people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are demon possessed. There's no doubt about it. It's, if yeah, they those, eat people, if they eat people for a living, they got demons in them. 
Sure. And Big to time. me, that I don't, I don't call those um, a, t- a people. When I specifically refer to Steyama as a people, I am referring to the semi-human looking ones, you know, um, some in the clan that look very much human. There are some that um, are naked, hairless, you know, almost hairless. Um, they look like a naked uh, hominid. I don't know how to explain them. They look like a naked caveman to me, you know. Um, and by that, I mean there's no hair on them, you know, except for uh, on their head. It's very sparse. Um, they don't have any eyebrows. They've got um, a couple tufts, like where they're right above where their elbows there are. There may be some fins. human ancestry with those, too. Yeah, exactly. And there is, according to the ones that I've dealt with. So what I'm saying is these things not have the ability to feed off the energy of all beings. So they're going to go through the main source. You know, I mean, why would you get energy from a source that's sporadic and weak and can only feed you, you know, for a week when you can go to plug into like the main source, you know, which is a Sasquatch, and, you know, and he's got enough food on him energy-wise to accommodate you for a month. You know, you're right. going to attach yourself. You're going to go to, it's like going to the store, you're going to go to the one with the best deals. So Again, like a lamprey attaching onto a huge fish, it can go along for exactly, the ride for a long time. Exactly. So these guys follow them around, and I'm, I'm just going to say what they do. They cause, holy heck. You know, they wreak havoc whenever they're around, you know, because they're not nice. You know, they're not. They don't have a reason to be nice. So they're going to do whatever they want, use whatever they want. They do not care if they cause harm and, and you know, chaos. So you, know, you can call them demonic if you want. Um, you can call them soulless. You can call them, you know, evil. I don't know what to call they're them. They're spirits. Yeah, and I they're much, unclean spirits. Yeah, I do not interact with those types. I do know what they are. I um, if I'm contacted by one of them, it ends up becoming you know I don't want to deal with you you know and I and I shut them off. But for the most part, these beings that are vampiric almost um, have a good thing going, and they know it, and they know that. They're coming from their dimension to our dimension, you know, and it's like a kid in a candy store because there are billions of humans here for them to feed off of. And a whole you know? bunch of them that what that encourage oh oh it's the spirit of of, of Uncle Joe oh 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 you know or, yeah. you know it's like the Egyptians you know uh, they finally got a pharaoh who was demon possessed they say okay how do we get you to come and possess all of the pharaohs. Yeah. Well, you build a dome building and you put an obelisk out front. Ooh. Yep. Big Let's think about that, form. folks. Yeah. See, there, we got a dome building with an obelisk out front. The Vatican's got a dome building with an obelisk out front. Oh, by the way, that obelisk they built, they brought it to the Vatican, and the very next pope, he went out and tried to cast the devil out of it. Hello? <laughs> yeah. Why would he do that if he didn't think that there was. Hello? Yeah, Something yeah. there, you know. So you know, it's it's like, uh, is this a show on woo? Well, I, I hate to break the news to my Bigfoot buddies, and and you know, and, and I'm one of the few Christian guys that run around. I've actually that's that I'm going to talk about it. 
and and still say he's a Christian minister. I've had encounters, folks. I didn't ask for any of them, and I don't go out looking for them. The one time I took some folks over where there were supposed to be some, we had a sighting from the car. But uh, I've never gone looking for them other than that. And the ones that I had sightings I had, I tried to get away as fast as possible. <laughs> Just to add a little bit more onto what Kat was saying, I think what you're trying to uh, to put out there, dear, is when you're talking about the Stammer or the Bigfoot, you're you're talking about what I would class as like a Type One or a Type Two, mm-hmm. more human-looking ones, like a Face Eater or a Wendigo or a Janosqua is not a Bigfoot from your classification no. of them. No, they are most definitely not. And so they're demon possessed, want... as far as I'm concerned. But yeah, that, so that, that wouldn't type, surprise me. Behaviorally, they sure act Four and like five that. and six and type 42 and type 78 and all those, they're all, many as there are, they get past the first three or four, two, a couple of them, they're, they're not from mm-hmm. the good place. No, they're not. And people need to be aware of that. You know, um, in Native American uh, lore, we believe, in legend and lore, we believe that we do have some, we call, and for lack of a better word, we call them the ones from beyond the sun. And that's just strictly because um, early Native Americans didn't have the ability to say, you know, they didn't have the concept of dimension, you know. So um, that's what we call them. But when you see them and they're out here, you know, interacting with the other state of mind that are out here, you can definitely realize that they are human, human-like. You know, they look very human-like, um, and those are the ones that show above-average intelligence. You know, people say that um, you know they're they're a different class altogether. Well, I want people to understand that. Sure, Native Americans know about them. We've known about them for a long time, and we understand what they are. But, and here's the big but, when you get something that can interact with you and call you while you're at work and he's up on the mountain and he's calling you telepathically to him, no, that's something altogether different. You're not not dealing with 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 Steyama. Okay, when you get something that's going to come and sit down with you and have a, a confab with you and, and debate quantum physics with you, that's not a big foot. Okay, it's not. Okay, I want people to understand this. What I refer to as the type ones, like Brian is saying, um, these are very human looking you know the ones where people say i couldn't shoot it because it looked too human yeah, other than the fact they're 10 or 12 foot tall the big ones and and you know they they got a size 42 shoe exactly uh, you know yeah exactly they look and, and, human. and they got a scent gland can make you puke other than that but uh, you know uh, well we uh, all have scent glands too i mean think about a prepubescent <laughs> boy boy going through puberty there he makes you want to puke you're gay you're gagging holding that can of air it out to him please please you know seriously you know i mean they've got too many human attributes but when you come across something else that lives out in the forest and smells um perfectly clean, uh, doesn't leave footprints, 
There you go. That, that, you just hit it right there. When you get something banging on your house and you come out and there's no footprints, yeah, that's not a, that may not be a Bigfoot. There's your sign. You got it. Yeah, well, there it could you, be that you're you not a tracker either, that, or that you're... Well, you, you, you got a flower house. bed, and somebody was standing in your flower bed. Well, then yeah, you yeah, don't have... But, you know, like, I mean, what if the rest of the area around your house is concrete and hardback gravel? So that doesn't yeah. necessarily follow. It's a case-by-case mm-hmm. case situation. But I know what you're saying, and Caveman back you up on that, too, because I sort of pinned him down on Dogman and Skinwalker, and, like, how can you tell those two apart? And he's, oh, both of them can have glowing eyes. Dogman has the yellow glowing eyes. Yellow, yeah. Yeah, the, exactly. uh, he says that the difference is, though, the skinwalker can be, like, not there at all, and you can still see his glowing eyes. There's, like, yep. not even a body outline, nothing, mm-hmm. just glowing eyes, and they don't leave tracks. Exactly. You know, and so, and what and, is and the skinwalker? I, and I'm going to tell you a secret about that. They're astral projecting. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know, the Bible says, Paul said, I do a man... Uh, uh, 13 years ago, whether in the body or not, was caught away to heaven and saw things illegal to say. Well, that's called spirit travel. You go mm-hmm. places in the spirit. But the demonic, and people do it through the demonic, is called astral projection. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, my buddy was uh, tangled with some folks that he shouldn't have, and it killed him. He had a heart attack and died. And for two solid weeks afterwards, I had people from the Azteca Mafia that they were working with, I guess that's who it was, uh, I had shamans astral projecting into my house, and I look over, and there's a dude standing there. And I'm binding and rebuking and binding and rebuking, and this went on for two solid weeks. Yeah. So that's called astral projectings, and that's what a lot of the skinwalkers are doing. It's witchcraft, folks. That's exactly what it is. You know, and I was, I think I was telling... Duke, that when I was on his show the last time or maybe the time before we were speaking about skinwalkers and I told the story um, of the one in Las Vegas, you know, there is an attorney in Las Vegas who believes that deals with them exclusively. You know, he deals with the Native American tribes and he's very familiar with skinwalkers, you know, and he's he's able to, uh, he would, you know, make the divorce go through, et cetera, et cetera. And he literally knew that they were going to come after him and he told uh, the judge what was going on and he delivered a writ that uh, if anything happened to him it was a specific skinwalker that had done it and that this man had hired this skinwalker to do it you know so is it real yes it's real think about that if you get an attorney you know and attorneys are real bad you know they're notorious for dealing with reality you know this is what you have this is what I want this is what I'm going to take and for this man to say straight out, yeah, it's a skinwalker. He hired a skinwalker to cast the, the spells and do the horrible things to his wife that he's trying to divorce. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that tells you, yeah, he believes in it enough that he's going de- to deliver a writ. And on the it. judge does. <laughs> yeah, it. obviously, you know, and that's not a, a reservation, you know, um, judicial system. We're talking about. Uh, Superior Court in the, in the yeah. city of Las Vegas, state of Nevada. Yeah, exactly. You know, so that's pretty serious. So at some point, that tells you that somewhere along the way, they've dealt with enough of this that they actually understand and are believing in it. 
Yeah. So if you of course can't that's find also for, the state's got Area 51, so they believe in all kinds of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, you know, exactly. <laughs> who, who, know, who knows how many sealed divorce proceedings they've had there? <laughs> <laughs> Land of Jack Parsons and Aleister Crowley. <laughs> that's, well, you know yeah. when Aleister Crowley was there, why Area 51's there? Because he opened the portal. Yep. He opened the portal there, you know, and that's yep. what started that place. And people don't yep. realize Jack that. Jack Parsons, Mister, I blew myself up. JPL was the other one that was there with him. Yep, and yep. He, they don't believe. People don't understand. Well, they're they're smoking a fat one in the lake of fire right now, so it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> smoking somebody's fat one. Anyway, that's let's get it. back to the subject. Uh, be, uh, be be nice. Be nice. That's too. That's too, <laughs> that's too <laughs> No, I'm just saying that there's there's many ways that people can yeah. determine, okay? And I want to put this out there, okay? One smell you're going to get from from the stayama, and I'm tired of people saying that it can't be demonic. Anything that comes with a sulfur smell, sulfur, okay? There's your first clue, okay? You're dealing with something that is demonic, okay? Um Okay, wait. You smell the wet dog. Before you go any further, what if you're mm-hmm. in an area that has um, underground volcanically heated caves in it, and that's where the local Bigfoot are living? They're going to smell sulfur. Um, yes and no, because think about that. Okay, yeah, they're going to smell sulfury. Sulfury. Did you get that? They're going to smell mm-hmm. sulfuric. But <laughs> it's not going to be to the point where. They're out. You got to remember, these things don't live underground 24-7, okay? They're right. out foraging, you know, and they go miles. And I'm talking miles, 80, 100 miles a day looking for food and then coming back, okay? These guys are great hunter-gatherers, okay? And they move very fast because they have the muscle mass to propel them, okay? Mm-hmm. So think about that, okay? When you've been out and you're... Um, you get wet or you've got a smell on you or something and you're out in the wind and everything else, it will go away. Yeah, well, all the time that I've dealt with the demonic, I've never smelled an odor, ever. Well, I have. So I think we're kind of, that's just Duke asking me how I discern, that's how I discern. And I tell a lot of people, if you come across something that is not leaving footprints, is able to, you know, um, be up, down, inside your house, throwing rocks, making things appear, you know, making you feel a certain way, and then you get the sulfuric smell with it, that's not theyama. That's demonic. You're dealing with something that's demonic. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. I got a question to ask you. Mm Mm-hmm. Um can't remember who it was. Maybe it was Scott Carpenter. They said that the Bigfoot were mind-speaking with them. Yes. And he said, ask them if G- if, who Jesus is. Right. And they said, we're your brothers, we're this, we're that, you know, and then, and, and you know, and we're children of God, and, and that, but they didn't know who Jesus was. So... My question is, were they dealing with stigma, or were they dealing, they just happened to be stigma in the area, and they're Bigfoot in the area, but they're really dealing with these entities? I believe right there that they're dealing with an entity, and uh, for this reason. Um, when I have read scripture at them, yelled scripture at them, mm-hmm. uh, they all 
instantaneously will stop what they're doing and you get the mind, you, I call it mind speak, you get the mind speak in your brain and it's just very faint and you'll hear father, you'll hear father. Also, I have pictures, many pictures of crosses that they have left. Okay, so they do know okay. who he is. They do know who Jesus is. I don't they have do an know. opinion one way or the other, you know. Uh, Interestingly I, I I, enough to throw in uh, two cents words from the other of the guests on here, uh, Kevin actually read a bunch of the scripture to Glag. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he didn't have any... Uh, he was equally as enraptured to listen to uh, Kevin read you know, something from the Bible as he was to hear Kevin read Dr. Seuss's Hop on Pop, let's just say. Mm-hmm. Uh, it had no adverse effect on him. He wasn't like fleeing from the hills going, yeah, no, no, and then, you know, or anything like that. He was, he was digging it. He was totally, like, psyched to hear whatever it was that he was going to read to him. And if it happened to be the Bible, that was awesome, too. My, my, yeah. point, is, my point is this. There's, there's, going to the Bible for just a second, there's a way to tell and we still need to talk about that this is not woo because, folks, there are real portals. Now, a lot of the Bigfoot guys, they say, oh, I don't talk about portals. I don't talk about portals. I don't talk about portals. Well, I don't care if it puckers your nether regions, folks. They're real. Yeah. And you guys just need to buckle up and, and tie your shoes on tight because this is, this is the real stuff. Uh, but going back to the Bible tells us a real simple way. It's anyone that cannot confess Jesus Christ came in the flesh is not of God. Yep. When you're here in spirits. Okay. Yep. You do this. You actually read scripture to your uh, the the group that you interact with. What? How do they react to it? Um, they're very reverent. They just sit there and listen. You know, they'll stop what they're doing, and mm-hmm. sit there. You know, um, it's almost like um, my kids teasing about it. We call it Sunday school. Because that's exactly what it appears to to be like. You know, they will be running around doing whatever they want. You know, at that, and then the moment that I pull out um, scripture and sit down and start reading, it becomes very calm, very quiet. They stop what they're doing. They will sit. I have some that will sit up in the trees. Some that will sit behind rocks. It just depends what they're doing at the moment. You know where they're at, and they'll listen. You know. And there again, like I just said, um, sometimes, not every time, but sometimes at the end of it, um, the next day when I come up, um, I will find crosses, you know, two, three, four crosses that they've made. And that's not me showing them pictures of a cross. So where are they getting the idea of a cross? That means they understood and and Uh, comprehended what I was saying. Yeah, I'll tell you, folks, uh, I... Had some definite opinions at one time. The more I talk to Cat, the more I don't. I have more answer questions that I don't have answers for than answers. And but but I'll tell you this much. Uh, Jesus said that I have sheep that you know not of. Now I'm not saying that's Bigfoot, but I I am saying it was the Choctaw. I'm part Choctaw, and you know what? The, you know the Holy Ghost through us cries out, Abba, as yes. Daddy. Daddy. And, the the what blew me away was as as I began to uh, look into my roots. The Choctaw word for God is Abba. Mm-hmm. They didn't get that by happenstance. No, no. There's and... more. There's there's more going on here than we've been told in church because we're listening to guys that don't have a clue. So go ahead. 
not just that, and then we've also got, you know, the scientists as well, you know, throwing cold water on everything. And it makes for a very um, hostile learning environment. I'm I'm going to give you a a little something to look into, something to think about. The real scientists, they know exactly what we're talking about. They have an agenda, and it's to deny everything. Sure. Deny, deny, deny. And they know exactly what we're talking about, and they know all this is real. Well, look at who's paying the paychecks in the academic community. If you don't toe the line, your boss is going to be mad, and your boss definitely cares what you have to say. There's two two places where you have to to learn how to lie. One of them is the criminals in action, the CIA, and the other is to get a Ph.D. You've got to be able to look a guy right in the face and tell him something that's not true. If you won't think that's the truth, go talk to a cardiologist. I'll guarantee you, you can't believe where them suckers are. Go ahead. I had one. Go ahead. <laughs> that's funny. No, I just want people to understand that I'm not going up there and showing them. You know, I'm not reading like a children's Bible to them. You know, I'm not. <laughs> can't believe I said no. Go ahead. Sorry, you can, Duke's going to get a lot of a lot of comments from from cardiologists now. Yeah, Thanks I bet a there's a lot of I bet there's a lot of them listening. Uh, that, yeah, you know my cardiologist <laughs> fan base is gigantic too. Thanks for screwing it up, guys. But what they what they do is they say they say this is the art this is the science of medicine, and then when they screw up, they say, well, it's the art of medicine. Well, yeah. no, that's and, why they're never that's why they're never journeymen. They're just practicing medicine because they never uh, get it really good. Mm-hmm. Not like a carpenter. Yeah, they practiced it. Uh, yeah, well, you know, I can't, I can't, I can't account for the anomalies that are within your body, dude. Sure, you can. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now getting back to what we're actually Called talking misdiagnosis. about here. Okay, go ahead. So, so, so far, we've been able to ascertain that if rocks are materializing inside of your house, and there hasn't been anybody in and out the doors or the windows. Not a Bigfoot. If there's yeah, not it's not like somebody took a house. poop in the house and it wasn't you, it's probably not a Bigfoot. That's what yeah. Okay. Uh, there's one other there's I want to... I really want to say here. Inside the ho- if coming from inside the house, not a Bigfoot. Right. Okay, and this is my other major one, okay? And this is what I've been approached with now for the... I want to say for the last six months, I get one person about every three weeks that's been approaching me, you know, um... Apparently, down south, as I'm being told, um, they are appearing in people's children's bedrooms. Okay? Young girls. Boom. Okay? In the bedrooms or outside the the bedrooms? No, in the bedroom. Okay? You might might have yourself a a devil. Yeah, exactly. And when I'm telling them, no, that is not a Bigfoot. There is no way in heaven's creations can he just bang appear in your house just like that um eating your food you know doing whatever petting your child's head um no can i tell him what to do oh i'll wait go ahead oh please please go ahead They're, okay you, that's, you, that's you, what you okay. me. now if the angels of god long to look into the things concerning redemption then we know the fallen angels uh, think about it folks the fallen angels don't understand redemption either but they do understand fulfilled atonement. So this is what you say. You say, in the name of Jesus, whose blood atones for my sins, I bind you and I rebuke you and I cast you into the abyss and I command you to stay there. Now go. Yeah, Everybody, they'll turn to the consistency of oatmeal 
and they will go down into the bottomless pit like you flushed oatmeal down a drain. I've seen it. Now, if you they're not obeying you, then say this. In the name of Jesus, whose blood atones for my sins, I declare mine and my family's sins forgiven. I break hell's empowerment against us. I cancel all assignments, and I bind all spirits off us. Now, in the name of Jesus, whose blood atones for my sins, I bind and rebuke you all, and I command you to go into the abyss, and I command you to stay there. Yep. There go. For you. If you take that first, go. Part that, the first part that turns them into oatmeal there, and if they just yep. take the recording of your voice on the show doing it, and, like, call blast it outside the house. Let clear the local area out. Yeah. Well, yes. Say, and and say, say in the name of Jesus, I agree. Yes. Okay. You say, in, you say this, in Jesus' name, I agree with that recording. You bet there you go. That's all it's going to take, okay? Because I want people to understand, because I get, remember, on my previous interviews with you, I was telling you about people who actually now are believing that what they are enacting with are going out, putting their beds out in the forest, in their backyards and everything else, trying to, to deal with this. You know, <laughs> you know, I'm like, are you serious? Please stop. Because there is no way in heck that a Bigfoot, Sayama, Sasquatch, uh, Oma, whatever you want to call him, yeah. is going to know, you know, why you are sleeping out in his yeah. territory. Okay, well, He's going to take offense at that. Welcome okay. to my web," said the spider to the fly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, but yeah, and that's the best case scenario is that it actually is Bigfoot there, in which case they, you know, probably might be not killed. Right. The best yeah. scenario is that something else there, in which case they're really in trouble. Yeah, exactly. You know, because what I was just saying is that they're going to know that you're in their territory. That's the worst thing you're going to have to deal with here. They're going to be, "What in the world are you doing invading my territory?" Whereas mm-hmm. if it's something that's not not a Sasquatch. Yeah. Um, he's going to be doing just like what J- Dave just said. You know, welcome to my parlor. You know, let me yeah. have you at you. You know, yeah, let where, me pour some you? yummy. Some well, yummy here, here's, here's, here's what you got to remember now: the Janosqua, the face eaters, the Gugways, That's the beast of seven shoots type. The Wendigos, and about half of the dogmen. Uh, they very much uh, have, are demon possessed. Demon and possessed. They very much have the, the demonic working with them. Yep. And if yep. they catch you outside, they got a bottle of gray poupon in their back pocket, and they're going to yep. slather you down, and you're going to go down in three or four bites. Sure. And, and if you and and I, my favorite part of Lonesome Dove was he said, "Don't fret, boys." You'll all, we're, we're all going to be bear turds tomorrow anyway. Well, you're liable to be a, a booger turd of the wrong kind of booger. And you're gonna, if you want to find out what poop looks like, you may get a firsthand experience on what poop looks like. You may be poop. Well, stay in your house. Stay you know, out of the woods at night. I shouldn't have to warn the uh, the pastorly guy on the show about language, but uh, mm-hmm. apparently, I well, I said poop. He said turd a couple times. No, I'll tell you, hey, quit, quit talking about that. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an agricultural pastor. <laughs> okay, egg pastor. Just say cow mm. flop next time. Uh, anyway, yep. <laughs> I'll turn you into flop. Uh, but I want uh, so people to understand. The other thing we can be sure of then, wait, Kat, before you go on. The other thing we can be mm. sure of then is if they're actually like carrying on mental conversations with you, 
it's not actually Bigfoot. They can send you a, like a little, like a, a thought picture for a split second, or you can hear like one word sort of for a split second, yeah. and that's yep. the very extreme limits of what they're capable of doing mentally. And the vast majority of the time, they wouldn't do that anyway. No, not at all. And I and I want people to understand that the concept of what Dave just said there, you know, you're going to end up as food. The other part of this, and I guarantee you it is the most horrific feeling that you have ever felt because you have now opened yourself up to being a vessel, to being allowed. Okay, think about that. When are you at your most vulnerable? It's when you're sleeping. Okay. And, and and if you're not a Christian and you're out there doing that, oh God. Yep. that's a recipe to become demon-possessed. That's yep. it, exactly. You've just opened yourself up, and you've made yourself a vessel for these things. Okay, and I, you're doing it, this is the kicker here, you're doing it of your own free will. That's right. You're inviting you know, it in. You know, even the Bible says that demons are wandering around in the wilderness, but duh. Yeah, duh. Uh, look, at, look like, uh, the devil goes around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour, and he's going to do it through these critters or those spirits. Those yep. are his tools, folks. If, they, if they're man-eaters, they're working with the devil. Or he's working yep. with them. If if they're of his kingdom, most assuredly he's working from them. And and what you've got to realize this, uh, and you say, well, I don't believe in God. Well, guess what? He believes in you. You believe in Bigfoot. He he he, he doesn't. Uh, I don't. You know how I say this. Somebody that has an opinion is always at a loss when they meet somebody that's had an experience. Folks, God's yeah. real. He loves you. Jesus is real. He's alive. Muhammad, yeah, he's alive too. The only problem is he's about 9,000 degrees hotter than Jesus is. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Let's not get into that now. Let's not be uh-huh. casting aspersions. You know how those followers of Muhammad are. Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway, Kat, if I'm walking through the woods and I see something that looks like a Bigfoot watching me, how can I be reasonably assured that it actually is a Bigfoot and not something else? Okay, first and foremost, before you ever get within, I want to say, 10 feet, your first step in the woods, okay? <laughs> That's too close. <laughs> yeah, you're going to realize, okay, you've started on your journey, okay? And let's just say you're in their territory, okay? The first thing that you're probably going to hear nine times out of 10 are some funky bird calls. Okay. Can you do a bionic call, bird? Can you do a? I, I keep wanting to hear a bionic bird. Can you do a bionic I bird? I can't. I cannot. Okay. I cannot. I do not whistle, so not that well anyway. <laughs> You're going to hear them. They do. They have a language system and an alert system. Okay. So you're going to hear things. Um, I've told Brian that down the way from me, I have a 400-pound chicken, <laughs> a 400-pound rooster. Okay. It's the young male. He loves to pretend to be a rooster. We hear him out here usually about 2 o'clock in the morning. Okay, it will turn from a 400-pound rooster into a 400-pound owl, into a dove, and then back into um, a rooster again, followed by his actual voice. And you will hear him talking. And it's 
words that you can't, you kind of understand, but you don't. You know, you're like, man, what am I hearing? That sounds he's familiar. He's mimicking humans he's heard, is that right? Exactly. Okay, so there's your first clue. Okay, so if you hear that, you can start saying to yourself, okay, I get it. Second thing, the parallel walking that people hear a lot of times. These, these uh, beings tend to follow you or parallel walk with you. And the reason that they're doing that is because they're sizing up what you are. Okay, they've, they're they not dumb, okay, by any means. I want people to understand this. These guys have been around for a long time, humans, for a long, long time. Okay, so they have seen us put in railroads. So that's where you get what you call, you, what uh, some people call the samurai chatter, the sing-song chatter, you know, where it sounds almost like Chinese. Um, sure, you know why? Because they heard the Chinese workers that were brought over to put railroads in. Okay, so there's their first experience with them. You'll Sometimes you'll hear that depending on where you're at. So that's I guess passed down through the generations, is that right? Exactly. And See, you I don't know lot, what it means. I, I can buy into that a lot easier than I could our native friends who were saying, well, down through the eons, they learned our languages and they passed that on to, and I'm going, no, wait a minute. You're in Omaha and you're from the Pacific Northwest and you're telling me that the booger in Omaha speaks Squamish or Squalotomy or whatever it is. No offense Snohomish. to the tribe. No offense <laughs> yeah. to the tribe. And Snoqualmish, or I can't remember the tribe, but I, I like them. So, yeah, yeah. Okay, Snohomish. And, and so if they speak Snohomish and, and, and you're over in Omaha, I don't buy that. No. To me, that's just. No. That's 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 woo, okay? I'll that's tell you woo. What, though, interestingly enough, we did have the Chinese laborers in this area putting the railroads up here in this part of Montana, and then after they were done with that, they were mine workers in the same mm-hmm. area around here. Well, and we uh, still and get I, a lot of reports of them hearing weird Chinese-sounding yeah, yeah, language uh, well, and yeah. weird I can buy into that because the Chinese, Chinese were in that area. You get what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Now, yeah. Now, but I will go back to what I've always said. I believe that they can that that the smarter ones they can tap into something through their DNA where they can understand all the languages. Yes. That okay? is Okay, through all the true. languages. And that tells you something right there folks. I'm not going to say anything else because yeah. I don't want to offend anybody, especially the folks on the phone here with me, but that tells you something right there. You predate, know, um, predate the Tower of Babel. Yeah. Yeah, These we've guys, hypothesized that before that they actually are still speaking the that they understand the proto language that we used to speak before Babel happened. All the humans got stuck with various languages. Yes. they still remember the original language and can speak. I believe that. that as well. I believe that as well because their language is very basic. You know, and mm-hmm. when I say basic, I'm not saying it to be. Um, demeaning in any way, shape, or form, because it is also complicated, because it also has hand signs that go with it, you know, like our American Sign Language, okay? But they, I do believe that, because they are very um, <laughs> basic beings, you know? What can I say? They, they start yeah. out, simp- you know, and they're, again, not simple-minded, but they live simply, you know? Yeah. They don't have yeah. all this garbage yeah. cluttering their brains that well, that's we it. They don't have, have all the weird, abstract ideas that we've come up with in our super techno culture here. They don't need words for all that kind of garbage. No, they don't need it, you know. So if you're out and about, okay, so you're going to – I also want people to know this as well. If you're out and you have them paralleling you, 
you know, people always say, well, I stop and then they, they stop. I go, they go, and it freaks me out. You know what? Don't be freaked out by it. That's another thing that, that really gets me with people. If you're out and these things are happening to you, um, you need to start talking. That's what I tell people. Don't just sit there and keep letting your fear inside of you start welling up. Okay? Well, it, it, that's awful hard. I've been hit with the infrasound, and, and I think they would, it, it, had I not done the binding and rebuking that day, they'd ate me for lunch. Now, I got well, I've been hit with it, too. You know, I've been hit with it many times, and it's not mm-hmm. a good feeling, but at the same time, you you know, when you jump into water for the first time and you're learning to swim. And well, you're that's where I was breath. at. I was in the water. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, you were you're gonna, in the water. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're going to feel that first onrush of panic. You have to be a human being and calm yourself down. Okay, uh, you need to stop. I started and buying and rebuking the thought at the top of my voice. Yeah, but, uh, and that you know, is, I don't know that exactly that wasn't face eaters too, but at any rate. You know, well, enough, again, they didn't run away either. They just sat out in the brush and growled at you until you got out of their pond. Yeah, they shook the they shook the mesquite trees. They never did make a noise. I heard a, a panther scream, but that, but and then but that was early. I knew, it was a while before I connected that that was that, that was 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 them, and yeah. and but they never made it. They never made a sound. And, okay. But I, well, when I when I finally said I, I'm leaving, I'm leaving, they kind of back. They it kind of slacked off a little bit. <laughs> See, yeah, I'm leaving. Exactly. I'm leaving. I'm going. And that's what I tell people. I tell yeah, people I, all I the time. I did a whole lot of binding and rebuking first, real loud. <laughs> <laughs> I say this. If you're out there, start talking. And you need the reason that I say start talking, and don't just talk, start talking about the weather or whatever. Address it directly to them. Uh-huh. I know you're there. I know I'm in your area. I'm here for a very short time. I only want to do this while I'm here. I'm walking from point A to point B, or there I'm going. Go. Brian, I should know. have told him, I just want to catch the fish here, and, I, and I'll leave you a few on the bank. That's Maybe they'll exactly let me keep right. fishing. They probably would have, to be in all seriousness. We're going to get free fish out of the deal. All we have to do is let him catch a few goats. Yeah. That's right, and then we eat him, too. No, no, it's going to be free food. <laughs> Hell no, they're not that dumb. They'll let you come back and catch more fish for them. Uh-huh. They do, you know, and you do hear stories about that, you know, where people have left, you know, have gone into their territory and have left them fish, you know, when they're hunting or oh, fishing or doing whatever, you know. And I about left in my blazer and my waders, too. I <laughs> <laughs> a large deposit in the waders. <laughs> so I'm just saying people need to understand, okay, red glowing eyes, you're not dealing with something that's nice, okay? You know, people, you want things for me to tell people on how to recognize what, what's the... What's yeah, that's an anosqua. That, that's a... Yeah. That's a... That's the kind well, of that's, that's something Kat can clear up right here and now because she's had decades of interaction with them and she's seen with all phases of attitude. And yeah. from what I'm getting from a lot of other researchers, including Rich, it seems like when they get really upset, uh, maybe more blood flow or whatever to their eyes and they get that red eye color, but not necessarily an eye glow. Do any of, do any of the ones that you interact with ever exhibit eye glow? The eye glow... The only ones I've ever, ever interacted with that had eye glow were the ones that live in lava tubes, and that's right. in eastern Oregon. Okay, so pretty much what we are hypothesizing. They're underground all the time, so they develop this eye glow thing so they can see underground. Right, yeah. and I want people also to know. But that was it red? Look at, 
Yes. And if you look at the picture of um, Braddis that I have, the young one, you will, people say, why do his eyes look like that? They have two eyelids, okay? That's another oh, thing. Oh, that's interesting. Have. I've never heard that before. Yeah, they have one outside eyelid, and then they have a nictitating membrane that goes over, like, like an alligator. Like They're a, like sharks. Yeah, like a shark. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, like sharks. You can actually see it. I don't know if that makes me feel better or not, Kat. But what Kat's saying is, in general, unless you've got, like, maybe lava tubes in your area or something where you know for a fact that there's a good chance they could be living underground a lot, and you see something with red glowing eyes, it's either really mad at you or it is one of the bad ones that's possessed. Yeah, I grew up with the the, um, stupid little rhyme, you know, that my... my, Uncle Buck gave me when I was just little. You know, he said, if you see red, you're dead. Get out of there. Right. You know? Right. And, that, and that's I've always kept that. Totally backing Cat up on this one is just about everything I've heard from every single Native tribe that I've had any information come to me from, and that's that stay away from the ones with the red, uh, red eyes. There's two kinds out there, and if you see the regular ones, they're okay, and if you see the ones with the red glowing eyes, they're not okay. Get out of there. Yeah, Get out. And I've also heard that if you see the, the red ones, uh, you need to boogie too because they got a bad attitude. Right, the red Even hair, the regular people yeah. that's not possessed. Yeah. Uh, or something all the red, really the bad red well, the, all the red hair, the red hair. Yeah, yeah, red hair is a. You know, I've come to the conclusion that they are just um, a different branch. You know, than gene. different gene pool. Gene, yeah. Then what? Well, will you find the other that within, within a regular troop will they, you know, occasionally breed a red one like that? Yeah, remember I had explained that uh, my alpha male Kiosa had wild woman, and she was okay. from outside his group. She was but, red as red gets. <laughs> again, again, there though she's from outside the group, so you don't know for sure that she was from yeah. the same sort of gene pool. She could have been a sub variety that just went. Yeah, we'll put up with her for a while, and then she'd prove to be too crazy. Um, no, the, the way that I perceived it was that she was she was from a different tribe and they knew which tribe she was from okay um she was kind of like a like a mediator gift you know between the two and it didn't work out she came with a young male and those two raised holy havoc within the group it got to the point where my group couldn't handle her and they i'm not sure to this day, whether they put her out or whether she left of her own volition. Well, I'll tell but you I've, what, the, the craziest video I've ever seen, I've seen several videos of the red ones, mm-hmm. and uh, they've got the the muscle tone and the crazy attitude and the, the wild as a March hare yep. and, and antagonistic and, yep. and <laughs> you know, they're like, what is it, they're like uh, Bill, they're like uh, Hunter Thompson in Where the Buffalo Run. <laughs> Uh, I'm not going to be satisfied to like yeah. gnaw on your head with the, your skull with my very own teeth. Well, yeah. interestingly enough, now we got all the legends of the red-haired giants that were on the continent a long time ago. And yeah, have been, you know, yeah. inbreeding there. And again, that's part of the theory that me and Kat were talking about that there's this weird genetic thing that expresses itself every so often that makes these mountain giants. They're just from regular Bigfoot stock, and all of a sudden one of the kids will be mutant and turn into See, a, that, that's something like this. And it could be the same thing with the red ones. It's just like something that doesn't get expressed that often in their gene pool. Yeah. And when it does, it's like, oh, oh, great, we got one of those crazy red-haired ones that we got to deal with. See, yeah. Kat, Kat, I, my, I want to ask you a question. 
because and and I and I think it's appropriate because I've said some things on Brian's show in the show about the Giants. Hey, quit calling me Brian. You call me Duke on the air. I'm sorry, Duke. Uh, <laughs> when uh, Dukey, uh, when the uh, we talked about uh, uh, the 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 gene pool and that the that the the, the, uh, the 800-pound gorilla in the room was the fact that there's. There's the graves of 20,000 or so giants that they've already uh, discovered that we've kind of heard about through the press, uh, old newspaper clippings, etc. And, you know, the, the giants that came up in the Grand Canyon and the giants that, that in, you know, uh, Upper Appalachian Plateau in New England, and etc. And, uh, you know, they found some nine-footers here in graves in, in Oklahoma at Spiral Mound about two two three years ago. And uh, uh, that we got the Bigfoot, we got these, we got the timber giants, we got we got these things, and to, to think that the two are unrelated to me, see, and that these, and that that the 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 Sasquatch are a worldwide phenomena of one type or another, and that the giants were a worldwide phenomena of one type or another. Mm-hmm. That to to say that the two gene pools are unrelated, or that there's that that the two don't have anything to do with one another, it's just a coincidence. To me, you know, I don't believe in coincidences. Right, there, I don't either. There's no such thing as coincidence. No. I I personally think that that there's that there's a connection between the two. Mm-hmm. And the gene. Pool. I I agree, and okay, I do agree with that because. Um, there has to be some sort of connection because it relates back to what Brian was just saying. He and I kind of put it, you know, we had put it together. Sorry. Love you guys. You're both my friends, but remember, on the air, always call me Duke. Okay. Oh, sorry. That that sounds really good, except your, your, your deal is under Brian Sullivan on YouTube. Yeah, I know that. But on air, I'm Duke. Just like okay, Jerry's sorry, sorry. Well, I'm, so I'm sorry. sorry there, Duke. And actually, yeah, most sorry. all my actual friends call me Duke, too, because I find it, like, incredibly irritating to be called Brian. Nobody calls me I'm so me sorry. That. The only I'm people sorry. who ever call me that are my are parents. Are you mad at your dad. mother? My, mo- my mom's dead. My dad's dead. They uh-huh. were the only ones that ever called me that. The only people that call me Brian are law officers. They can fuck off. <laughs> Nobody calls me Brian. Don't fucking call me Brian. <laughs> Got you. <laughs> yes, sir. I apologize. I always call you Duke. It pops Duke out. has been my Duke has been my name for all my friends for like thirty years. Nobody calls me Brian. Wow. Okay. Well, I apologize. Well, I don't, but I'm not going to do it anymore. <laughs> Yeah, Cantankerous. There you go. Yeah, I apologize. apologize. Be I nice. Apologize. Play I nice. Think, forgive us, Dookie. We Forgive us. Ugh. I have other guests do that every so often. It just gets edited out, and it's just irritating. You have to go through and edit it out, and you guys know Sorry. that, so please stop it. I'll stop it. You so, okay, back, to, we were back to where were you? Go ahead, Kat. Good that you're an editor. Well, well, no, it's just that Duke and I had come to the conclusion mm-hmm. that at some point, um, every now and then, one evolves into what is called a troll or a mountain giant. Mm-hmm. We're not sure which, so I heard it, would, the it would make 
it would make perfect sense that they're compatible. Their genes are compatible to cross mate, you know, cross pollinate. I think that's why some of them look look so human. And I, I think that it's, it's uh, you know, what I found remarkable was the shooter from L.A. Marzulli's video about the giant of Kandahar. You remember that cat? Yes. And uh, there's a fella that I was listening to, and he had a Bigfoot show. I haven't heard that guy in a long time. Anyway, he said that he met that guy. He had searched him out, somehow found him. I don't know what the, whether he put out a, I don't know how he found him. I don't know. At any rate, he said that he played him uh, 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 M.K. Davis's siren uh, uh, recording. The siren call, you know, the real long one. Yeah. And, and uh, he said the shooter freaked out. And said that's the sound he made. That 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 the giant made. And then I heard either him or somebody else said that they had played the shooter, the samurai chatter from uh, uh, Ron Moorhead. And the guy was freaking out, saying that's the cut. Uh, what it was, it was saying that real loud when it was fighting them. Fighting them, yeah. Yep. And so, you know, now whether both of those guys are reliable, I don't know. Do I have their names? No, I don't remember. But uh, I guess that we get from legends, other than that, uh, you know, basics sort of stuff. And apparently, they can speak like the local human languages and stuff mm-hmm. too, which again makes you think that they're related to the Bigfoot because they seem to have right. the same sort of communicative capabilities. No, they, they can understand all the languages, except for the retarded ones, and I would think that, well, the, that the, some of them are so inbred that they're kind of retarded. Some of the big yeah. ones are, too. I'm, I'm convinced. Oh, yeah, a small gene pool for yeah. a long time. There. Yeah. But to get back to this again, the uh, the other thing that comes up in legends about the uh, mountain giants or trolls is that they do this high-pitched whistle, like a police mm-hmm. whistle sort of oh, thing. Oh, 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 oh. I just remember Kat can vouch for that because she actually did that yeah. by accident and had one of the damn things show up. So really? she knows that's one of the things they use. But in the old legends and stuff, it talks about that too. There was mm-hmm. an Indian out there camped with his buddies, and they were mm-hmm. hunting, and he heard this strange, you know, like a police whistle mm-hmm. going through the mountains. It didn't wake anybody else up. It was quite a ways mm-hmm. off. And he got up and went to go check out what it was, and it was one of these damn mountain giants walking around, mm-hmm. whistling. Yeah, the, I believe the, that. I one of I've heard three uh, reports of of those aside from listening to you. One was the one you referred to: the guys up in Alaska, military mm-hmm. guys and their sons, yeah. and they saw one with tusks. It was about an eighteen twenty footer. Yeah, and then uh, another one where evidently looked similar to that, and the guy laid down in the ditch and pulled the, the, the brush over him. And then okay. there was another one, and I guess those those were Bigfoot-looking rascals, but they had big tusks. I don't know. But I heard a report, and the guy sounded real believable. He had seen one, and he said, and they said, asked him to describe it, and he said, "Well, it looked like a, it looked like a person, but it was about twenty foot tall, and it had on a pair of moccasins and a loincloth, and right. nothing yeah. else." That's a mountain giant, and, and that's it had giant. red, and it had red hair. Yep. Red hair. Yep, that's a yep. giant. 
Yeah, and that was in that was in uh, somewhere between Alaska and Montana. It could have been one, either one of those or somewhere in between. The ones with the uh, the three military guys, those were Air Force that had a couple right. of kids with them. They were camping out here. That was in the Bell Mountains. That was here in Montana. Was uh, it? Up in Alaska, yeah. Okay. That was, that was back yeah. in the 70s here. Okay. Recent, recent. Another one that came in was a really old oral report um, that got passed along. I think it's over 100 years old from over in the Pac West area, maybe up in B.C., where somebody got actually nabbed by these things. Oh, boy. Um, kid, and uh, he was taken into their underground, so he got a good description of that whole thing and everything. Holy and there was already another human being there. It was an uh, Indian, <laughs> young Indian woman, and there was two of these things there. And uh, she could talk to him, of course, because, you know, spoke the local language. And she said, uh, you know, I'm fine here. They've got me for a slave. They won't do anything to me as long as I don't cause trouble. You need to get out of here. They're going to eat you. So as soon as they were gone for a little bit, he got his old knife out and started working, uh, prying around the edge of the door that they had this big boulder on, hiding the entrance, and managed to make enough of a gap that he wormed his way out. And about a week later, he found some prospectors, and they helped him get back to civilization, and he survived it. Was he native or was he he Anglo? He was uh, native, I think. Go ahead. So the, anyway, that's it for you know that's it for that story. There's not a whole lot of mountain giant stories out there. If any of you listening out there know of any or have seen one, love to hear about it. Inquiring minds let us know. Yeah. Any giant four-toed tracks over two feet long are worth talking about also because they tend to be anything bigger than that. Usually isn't Bigfoot anyway. Um, but. Uh, so we've got like a bunch of things that we've brought up now that we can use well, to hopefully distinguish. I had something I wanted to share. Go ahead. Uh, I've I've been like Cat. I've been all, and you. I've, I've been I think probably more than you. Uh, I've I've been all over the West, and um, I've come to. Uh, there's a question that dawned on me back before I even became a Christian. And I had kind of forgotten about that train of thought until I saw that video the other day. I don't know where it was at, but the the video you sent me that had the, the port show the portal at, at minute four. Right. Yeah. Uh I was talking to a guy one time and I think he was part Blackfoot or something, I can't remember. Anyway, he said, and I we were talking about that. And I said, "What about those shields that you see?" And he says, "They're not shields. Uh, you know the cave drawing deals, uh, the circle, circles. You know that look like, kind of look like that portal. Yeah. The spirals, yeah. Yeah. And and I said, uh, "Where do they put those there?" He said, "They're a warning. They're a warning. Get the heck out of Dodge because those things are here." Yeah, there's a portal nearby. Weird things come out. Yeah, and that cat was saying where they'd have uh, yeah. other little pictographs or carvings I, showing I you. They knew I, specifically what kind of things were coming out. Of nobody, portal. nobody actually called out a warning. If you see one of those, get the heck out of there. Don't you know? Take your pictures and get the heck out of there. Yeah. Right. Don't don't go back and and say, oh, I, I want to hang out here. Uh-uh. No. Because that's not a good thing, folks. That that's a warning. Yeah. Just set up your game cam and leave. Yeah. Exactly. Or don't go back. Well, just forget your game, Ken. Sometimes it's just better to get the heck out of Dodge. 
Yeah. So it's like it's like oh I find myself in Jurassic Park I think I'll come back from my game can now you're in Jurassic Park <laughs> well yeah exactly you know and, and I'd like to say I'll throw this out there too for the listeners okay it's not like you can't go onto YouTube and look up um, portals you know you can look up portals you can look up weird videos where you know you're actually seeing. Um, energy waves coming through. I'm, I'm thinking specifically of one that, that I saw the video of where it was, um, uh, I believe it was Korea, and it came through and lifted up these, uh, lifted up two cars and a big delivery panel van, you know, just lifted it up and tossed them. You oh, know? yeah, and you can, that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you can see things like that. And the reason you're seeing more and more things like that is because of what I said, you know, with the strangeness of the frequencies they're popping open more and more and more. Where people least expect them, they're popping open. Do they stay there for any length of time? Well, studies haven't been done enough, but obviously they're, it's like a wave. You can see the wave coming, and then it comes through, and then it's gone. You know, And Dave has experience with that where he saw it coming yeah. like a wave. We got, we got vernacular for that. It's called, this is the end times. But yeah. Yeah, exactly. You'll yeah. be talking about what I shared with you earlier? Yeah, please. Yeah. I was, you know, quantum physics. Einstein was a, was an unsaved Jew, a Jewish fellow, and and uh, he under he, he came up with quantum physics, and it scared the Dickens out of him. He never dealt with it again, but he proved it mathematically, and we call it quantum physics today. He, he proved there's a fourth dimension. And now I have friends from the past that. Uh, I hung out with in Colorado that were brainy brainiacs, and and they were they they had doctorates in physics, and I've been told that you know there's 22 dimensions, there's 27 dimensions. Uh, back then, I used to look at them and just wonder what they were talking about. But according to what I understand to be Christianity, is there's the 3D we live in, the fourth dimension, and that's the demonic, and we. And then there's the fifth dimension, that's the angelic. The sixth dimension, that's the uh, dimension of heaven. And then there's the seventh dimension, and that's the dimension of the throne of God. And the old-timers knew that because how many of us have heard, I'm in seventh heaven? They talk about seventh heaven. They even had a TV show named that, seventh heaven. Well, that's an old term that that came out of old-time Pentecostal Christianity. And those guys got that from somewhere. They evidently heard it from the Lord. And uh, I'll say this much, in the the fourth dimension, you pass through that in praise. You go to church and and they do really strong praise. It feels good when you finally get into the worship. That's the fifth dimension. And you'll become angel conscious. But those, when you go to a church service, and they kind of muddle around with the praise, and they'll do a little worship song, and they'll go back to praise. About the second time they do that, you're ready to get up and leave. You know why? Because you become demon conscious. Because the fourth dimension is the dimension of pra- that you tra- pass through in praise, and that's the dimension of the demonic. The fifth dimension is the dimension of the angelic. The higher the praise, the more militant the praise, then when you plunge into worship, the deeper you go. And the deeper you go in worship, you go in, you become angel conscious. You become conscious of the angelic. I've been in services where there'd be uh, 
100 people in the service, and we'd hear, we literally would hear hundreds of more voices singing in registers that we couldn't sing in. I'm, I'm, I'll raise my heart, I'll raise my hand on the Bible and tell you that. Abundant Life Church in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Raymond Church in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I can go down the list. Places I've been where you could hear uh, 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 the River Church in in Tampa Bay and and Rodney Howard Brown services. I'm telling you, we've heard angels singing, and and the 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 sixth dimension when the when the 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 worship goes deep, that's the dimension of heaven, and you become heaven conscious. But I was in a I was in a meeting, a Benny Hinn meeting, and people say, "Oh, Benny Hinn, he's a big phony." Oh, Benny Hinn, he's a fraud. Oh, people don't really get healed. Well. Just pause yourself for a minute and listen. Number one, 90%, 99% of the people get up on that stage, Benny Hinn didn't pray for them. The people that work in, in, down in the teams did. Mm-hmm. And I've seen healings. I've seen healings that would curl your hair. I've seen people come out. I saw one guy come out of a wheelchair. He didn't, part of his spine was missing. The gal saw faith on him and grabbed him and pulled him out. And he, all of a sudden, he's running around the arena. I've seen healings. I've seen tumors fall off people. I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing if I didn't know this was for real. Mm-hmm. I grew up in Nazarene, and they all said, and I and I've spent time as a Baptist. And healings are not for today, and all this. Believe me, it's all for nothing passed away. It's all for today. And uh, but I was in a Benny Hinn meeting, and the worship, my God, the worship. It was at the Anaheim Convention Center or Anaheim uh, Arena where the Ducks play. Back in the nineties, uh, mid nineties, and I was on the second row, stage left. Uh, in other words, I was looking at I was I was on the right side of the stage, just me looking at the stage, and the worship was so deep. And then all of a sudden, I saw a shimmer come toward me, and the whole place just everything I saw was shimmering. And then it began to pass slowly through my body, and I looked down, and my bones began to contort. My my arms and my hand. First, it was my hands and my arms, and my arms started to bend where I don't have joints. And I, it, 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 it didn't feel comfortable. But as it passed through me, it passed through my whole body. I'm overcome. And then after a few moments, I turn. Uh, it's like the Holy Spirit just turned me to the left, as He did. I looked, and suddenly there was a sheet of water hanging vertically the whole length of that are- the floor of that arena, from right below the ceiling to right above the heads of the people. And then, and I, 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 I was in awe. I stood there with my mouth open, and suddenly ripples began to appear. I don't think everybody was seeing this. I was in the spirit. I'm telling you, and that's easy for me because of the calling of my life, but uh, suddenly I saw ripples like you'd toss a pebble into into a pond. Ripples appeared in this vertical sheet of water, and then all of a sudden the angels began to walk out of that. And all of a sudden, I looked, and every, about every other person in a 19,000-seat arena had an angel next to them. And the miracles began to pop. Healings began to pop. I saw people come out of wheelchairs. It was all over the place. didn't have anything to do with Benny Hinn. All over the place. Healings. And, my God, from the, from the edge of the stage uh, right, they began to line up. They were four abreast, and they went all the way back to the end of the arena. 
the, the floor of the arena, and then all the way across the back, and then they came all the way back the other side to the edge of the of the, of the stage, and there were another 200 people trying to get in line. That's how many healings they had. Wow. I've seen the seventh dimension, folks, the throne of God. I tell you one thing: God loves you, and if you can get into His presence, you'll get you, you'll get what the Lord has for you, and you'll get your healing. It's not about you praying a prayer. It's about being. It's a, they say, "Oh well, God says you can ask anything in my name, and, and I'll do it for you." He wasn't talking to you. He wasn't talking to you. He was talking to those twelve disciples who became apostles. Mm-hmm. Now, you become who they were. You get to walk with God that they had. Then you can pray those prayers. In the meantime, if you can't pray those prayers, you better find you somebody that's got a hold of God and is trying to get there and has a and, and has that kind of a walk. And you better adhere to them like glue because they can pray those prayers. I lived for a long time praying those prayers and nothing happened. Then all of a sudden, a new world opened up to me. And then he says, and those attesting signs shall follow them that believe in my name. They'll cast out devils. Number one. Number two, they'll speak with new tongues. And number three, they'll lay hands on the sick and they'll recover. Uh, Lord spoke to me one time. He said, if I'd have wanted in a different order, I'd have put it in a different order. So that's all I hey, have to say about that. Question for you: You, uh, when you're in the process of grabbing onto one of these nasty suckers and throwing them into God's uh, trash disposal, oh, I do it with my voice. I don't do it with my hands. <laughs> do, it with your voice. do you actually get to see them? Can you see them? Is there like a presence I, I have, you can see over the person? I, I have. Or? Sometimes I have. Sometimes I've seen them in people's living room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, most of the time they'll they'll most of the time we've already taken them through some emotional healing, which is. Dealing with the cross as catharsis for for how they how other people have treated them. In other words, you, you give up your offense as a work of the cross at other people, and that's a whole transaction. Go back through your life, including your mom and your dad, for not giving you the blessing, your valuable, beautiful, loved, approved, and worthy. Number two, that you then after you got that done and you've seen Jesus die on the cross for all the hurt and wound people have caused you. Then number two, you forgive them for who and what they are. Then number three, we give you the, or in between number two and number three, we give you the blessing that you should have got from your dad and on behalf of your papa God that your your soul is valuable and beautiful and because of that we he, I love you on behalf of your dad and your papa God and you're approved and you're worthy worthy of this, uh, to carry the responsibility of the family worthy to carry responsibility of your own family. And you're my beloved son, daughter, who am I well pleased? Then, and, and then number number uh, three, uh, that you we take you to Gethsemane, and and now you're going to submit all your emotional hurts and wounds to Papa God for healing, and He heals you and becomes your dad for real. Gethsemane is a wonderful place for us. It was a terrible place for Jesus. Yeah. And those three things permanently and, and irrevocably change your identity, who you are, and how you deal with things. Then you use those three transactions to process forgiveness every day, and that's how you walk in emotional purity. What is that? Let's say, blessed are the pure in heart, they shall see God. And it gives you huge protection from all the demonic forces that are running oh, around. Oh, brother, I'll tell you right you know. now, I don't have any unforgiven offenses at people. I got no unsubmitted. I got no unforgiven people, and I got no unsubmitted emotional wounds. I don't have any darkness in my life. You know how long it took me to get here? 
Yeah. How do I how do I know all this? I got it from the Lord. Yeah, I'll tell you this much. I wrote I, this is from my book. I, I can tell you right now, this is emotional purity. Uh, you know, if somebody does me wrong, do I have a, to struggle with it? No. I just see I see I use the Mel Gibson movie. I see Jesus there on the cross and die for what they did. That's my catharsis. Yeah, that's what same thing God does when I say, "Oh, I really screwed up, Lord." And He goes, "Oh." I'm really offended with Dave. Jesus, I need you. And Jesus walks up there and steps into that cloud and shows him his holes in his hands and his holes in his feet. And he's the lamb slain. And he looks at Jesus and he looks back at me and he says, oh, I really love Dave. What can I do for him? Because he just saw somebody pay for my guilt. That's why he ever lives to make intercession for us. I'm going to quit preaching because I have to take an <laughs> offering at the end. It's required. All right, buddy. Well, I got a couple more questions for Cat. Cat, sure. In the in, in the esoteric world of uh, the sort of stuff that you deal with on a regular basis, is there any difference between a portal or a vortex, or are we talking about the same thing? Well, yes and no. Okay, I want people I to understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, portal will take you from one dimension to another. Okay, vortex is to me. Um, take me to a place where there's nothing. I, you can call it purgatory if you like. You can call it, you know, uh, yeah, anything. You know, there's nothing there. Um, and it's almost like a neutral space. I, know? I think um, I always associate it with vortexes, like being like a like a uh, twister, a vortex. So yeah. we call them here in Oklahoma. It it, it 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 take you. It comes along and just sucks you up, and you're gone. You're just right. We've got a permanent vortex, stationary permanent up here in northern Montana. It's vortex. So yeah. I was just curious what the difference was. Is there stuff coming through it? No, uh, you'd have to ask the guy that has control of it and has it on his land, Joe Hauser. I'd be interested cat. Huh, I would. I'd like to go see it too because we have vortexes here in Arizona. You know, we have Sedona that has um, portals and it also has vortexes. In Oregon, they have um, a vortex, a place that's like a permanent vortex, and they've got like a tourist thing where you can go see it and stuff. Right, again, that's what this is like. Yeah, this, again, you're in like a neutral, there's nothing there. You know, it doesn't, there's nothing there. When you're there, um, things, the med- magnetic anomalies, um, you hear a, like a whoosh, a strong wind, but there's nothing there. You're just like in neutral. It's neutral. Like your car is in neutral. Um, and you can look around and see and it's still neutral. Um, on the other hand, when you get the portals, um, they literally are portals. They're dimensional doorways, you know, and they'll take you to and from different dimensions and different points in time. I want to emphasize that because um, people, there have been many stories of people walking down the street stepping off the sidewalk and vanishing, you know, and then showing up, you know, two states away or a whole continent away, you know, and pe- people say, I don't know where he came from. He just appeared. Well, here's, the other, here's where- the other weird thing, because uh, I, I listen to Dave Pilates a lot, okay? Mm-hmm. And uh, there have been a whole lot of disappearances in urban settings. Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, you know, the... Sometimes the people don't come back. Sometimes yep. they don't show up somewhere else. And I've yep. often wondered if that's if it was a portal or a vortex, 
And and number one, perhaps they got a vortex. I think they would know you'd notice it. But yeah. the, those portal deals? No, you wouldn't. Yeah. Well, no, I'm because kinda, it's a shimmering. It's a yeah, shimmer. And, you know, you know, and, and, and the, the guy steps through it, and, you know, like that one guy over in Europe, uh-huh. they found him, it was very bizarre, they found him in the, it, it, you know, it's, it's like four below zero at night at a ski area, and they find him with a broken neck at the bottom of some kind of a, a, a cliff or, or a, a mountain or something, and... And uh, his part of his clothes are gone. And it's like, why would he take off his clothes? And how did he get to the bottom of the mountain? And how did his neck get broke? Well, he could have. Yeah. Yeah. Portal. You know, anything. You know, I mean, people need to understand that. What this relates back to what I was saying earlier about with the frequencies being changed, everything's just kind of opening up. And they're being, you know, you've got portals opening here, there. And is it dangerous? Yeah. Is yeah. anything dangerous? You know, I mean, crossing the street's dangerous if you don't stop and look and be aware and assess of what's going on. But if you can assess what's going on, then you can do it safely. Well, you know, I don't so, think anybody ought to go into one. No. No. And have <laughs> I? No. I will not. Because, you know, the elders say that there have been shamans that can control them and know where they're going but by that same token it's everything's changed slightly you know so is well, it and the shamans they're talking about are using witchcraft you're shamanistic but you don't use witchcraft no no you see things so, as, I respect Kat because she's a Christian and number one number yeah. two she, she she she's an agnostic on the religion part of that stuff and you know and I've heard her say that before too yeah so regardless I, I, of all that, here's another scary factor to consider, and that especially if the Schumann resonance frequency is changing, but even prior to that, a portal might not always come out in the same place all the time. That's right. Yeah, that's, that's what I said. It, it might not come out, come out at yeah. It might not come out at our point in in uh, time either. Mm-hmm. So it might yep. come out in the same place, but at a different point in time. So like you have no idea where you're going to end up, and if getting back is even going to be an option, it could be one way. So yeah, no way they will ever go into a portal. And, there, and no. there, won't, there won't be a DeLorean with a, with a flux capacitor on the back of it either. <laughs> no. No. Unless you go back Not to the old past. Well, never mind. But, uh. Yeah. And so I, I just really want to stress that with people because I have, I receive hundreds of emails each week and people, you know, telling me they're going to do foolhardy things like that. And I, I beg them, please don't. You know, stay away from it. If you think there's a portal in your area, it's one thing to take a picture of it, you know, or or stick mm-hmm. the camera inside with the time thing on it, you know, to let it take a snapshot. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Don't stick yourself in that air in that uh, harm's way because we don't know, you know. And people are not real quick to say that. You know, humans are very prideful. You know, and I'm real quick to say, you know what, I don't know. Don't step in that. Don't do that because that's foolhardy, you know. Um, and like you said, you can end up somewhere else. You know, well, there's, no, there's nothing about that that loves you. No. No. And that's there's very few things about that that even will tolerate you. Yeah, exactly. You know, so also, too, I want to I stress to people this. Um, portals? 
were specifically, I was taught that they were specifically, specifically made for angelic beings. You know, to come from above, from their dimension, to our dimension. Okay, so if you think about that, um, I always equate it to like diving in a wetsuit. You know, when you go diving, Mm -hmm. you have to have a certain mixture of oxygen, you know, in your tanks. And it's got to be calibrated to you. You know, you can't just go and say, hey, it's all great, you know. Um, Everything has to be calibrated to a certain extent. And sure, these other beings are using the portals to come to and from, but they weren't originally created for them to use. You know, just taking so advantage of the transit it. system. Well, exactly. or going back, going back to the dimensions, I, I think that that uh, uh, you know, you look at at Samson's parents, and, and and an angel just stepped out of nothing and was there. Right. You know? But then when he left, he didn't go back through that. He jumped in the fire and went up. It was gone. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, that portal had moved over the fire. Yeah. Well, uh, I haven't met any, anybody yet that can jump into a fire and get through a portal. And you don't know if, if, if you're going to come out in the middle of a furnace somewhere. Let me point something out to you. What has the biggest magnetic resonance that's moving on planet Earth? Magnetic poles. Pardon me? I think it's the magnetic poles, if you ask me, because they move. Uh, they're called volcanoes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they're We're called volcanoes, things. folks. And you might step into one, and you might just find yourself coming out the other side in the lava. Oh, in I the see lava. Okay, I get it. Yeah, okay. it's it's, yeah. it's 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 magnetic beyond belief. Yeah, it it could most certainly be a portal, and you and it, you most certainly are not coming back out of that. Well, here's another one to consider. We know that those little gray guys pretending to be aliens or mm-hmm. actually have underground yeah. bases, and some of those underground bases might have portals in them. And if you walk through a portal, you're going to end up in one of their underground bases. Yep. And then they Girl. give you the, the pill that chills, and you live, and, and, and they put it under your skin, and now you, 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 you got the mark of the beast, and guess what? You can't die, and you're used as a slave for eternity, until, or at least right. until, uh, until the end. They'll you know, yep. the surface, and they'll use their minions to make sure you get into Congress. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> hey, that's a well-kept secret. Be careful there. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to expose that, you know, the slaves are running Congress. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, we're running short on time, guys. Uh, is there anything else that either no, – I think Dave's pretty much covered everything. Kat, is there anything else you wanted to bring up as far um, as on-the-spot on recognition? It's not necessarily at your house or like just if you're wandering around the woods and you're backpacking yeah. and you think maybe that's a Bigfoot, but I'm not sure, and it's acting weird. And So you can expect there really – you're not going to see – any sort of paranormal stuff. It's not going to ship form. It's not no. going to be materialized. No, and I, I want to clarify that, okay? Talk, talk, hey, a, before, before we pause our part, uh, talk about the, the, the Bigfoot coming in and out of the portals. Deal with that. There you go. That would be a good one to cover, that, too. That is the one. 
Okay, well, they do use the portals, like I said. They step in them. I, I do not understand how they use them, but I've said this many times, um, several hours a day, they do lay down and put their heads yeah, against, start with that. you know, the ley lines. Um, mm-hmm. and start over I, and say that sentence again, and, and about okay. your feet, too. Okay. These guys, the Sayama, put their heads down many times a day, okay, several times a day. Okay, depending on how much, I want to clarify this, depending on how much energy they use, they expend, okay? They will lay down with their forehead uh, touching the ground, knees tucked up underneath them so it looks like their rump is up in the air, okay? And they stay that way for um, anywhere from 30 minutes to up to two hours, okay? Um, And they do this. And I didn't understand for the longest time why they did this. Let me interject something. Whatever person I do, second. Bear, Jim King, he, on one of his shows, he was deer hunting, and he discovered one taking a nap. He said, that's a funny way for that thing to be over there. He said the thing was on its hands and knees with its head on the ground, and it was taking a nap. Oh, my heck. I didn't know that. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. See, I like that when I had validation. And it woke up, and he had it covered with his semi-automatic, uh, I guess, hot six or whatever. And huh. and, it, and it, he thought he was going to have to shoot it, and he just walked on by him with grumbling, but that it had been caught. Well, to back right. that story up even further, Taylor, who's been on the show a couple times, interacts with Scooter and Scooter's uh, tribe, uh, has reported the same thing. Well, they'll take these little short breaks, and they'll put their, you know, same thing. They'll get down there and put their head on the ground. And I like the take, story about Jim Bear King because guess what? He's an out- He was one of the outlaws when he told that story. Yeah. <laughs> And, by the way, Bear's going to be on the show again shortly. He's an upcoming mm-hmm. guest again. So there you go. There you go. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they put their heads down, and it took me a long time to figure this out. But what they are doing is recharging, okay? And there again, magnetic energy. Somehow there is something in their brain that allows them to, to harness the magnetic frequency. And, and talk about how they can keep their foot flat on the ground while they're doing that. Yeah, exactly. They've got a, that uh, brachial arch thing that they do, and their foot is flat. I want people to understand this. The foot is flat, so you're, what you're making there is a circuit, okay? You're making a circuit, okay? So these things lay there. They charge. They do what they're going to do, and I honestly believe, as near as I can figure out, um, this is how they are able to uh, do the disappearing, also uh, reappearing uh, so-called trick that they do, you know, where they vanish and then appear and then vanish and then appear, you know. Um, they do this because, good, here, let me see, a good example of this is the man, um, Justin, Justin, the guy who said he shot the baby one or um, the... Justin, yeah, it's me, yeah. Justin, there you go, Justin, yeah. Okay, he um, said that he saw it, and then it stopped what it was doing, you know, and many people have asked me, well, why in the world would it stop? Well, you know, it looked like it was looking for something, and it stopped. And I said it was looking for a ley line because it realized that it had been seen 
It realized it had been seen. They have to have these lines, this magnetic energy, to be able to zoom in and out and do the things that they do to cause um, invisibility. You know, it's a, it's a form of energy. You know, I, our government is now using it apparently for weapons, you know, tanks and things where they've got, they're able to pass the current through it and make them somewhat semi-invisible. Okay, these beings already have this technology. Okay, so, so semi-invisible, just to back up a second, what you're, what you're specifically referencing here is what people call blending, where they yeah. do the predator-like thing. Predator. It's not complete invisibility, but they sort of like blend, you know, there's that weird shimmering blendy thing going. Yeah, there's a couple of pictures on yeah. your Facebook that you had posted to Facebook where they're they're doing that. You, yeah, you and you can actually up. see it. Yeah. yeah, you can actually see it. You know, um, and it's it's very interesting to me that these guys have the ability to find a ley line, where whereas we humans can't do that. You know, without without um, some form well, of most technology. Humans can't. You know, most humans yeah. can't. Cap. Yeah, well, I can, so I'm quiet about that, though. I don't like to toot my own horn. (laughs) Well, again, it's one of those weird natural abilities that some humans have, and that's, you know... Well, they call it grounding. They they call it grounding. And and, uh, I I had uh, come across that on Facebook, and there's a guy that uh, was talking about it, and then they had two PhDs on there that were medical doctors. That and one of them had had a, a child with a chronic condition, and how they had heard about this, and they went out and just started uh, making contact with the earth. Yeah. And the guy that was that that the video was about, uh, he went around barefooted quite a bit, yeah. and uh, several chronic conditions, including osteoarthritis, had cleared up right. because he was making contact with the uh, ley lines. He he wasn't calling it that. He called it the Earth, and and you know and there's places, but he was making contact. And the 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 MD that was on there, she was talking about one of her kids had a I mean a terrible chronic condition, and uh, once she discovered this, she got her kids. They they shed their shoes and started going out in the yard, and she was spending time with her kids outside and. She's talking about, you know, how we all wear tennis shoes and this thing and that thing. And so, uh, folks, this is this is uh, this is not hokum. This is not woo. This is this is a real deal. There's there's you know, in the summertime, we all need to shut our shoes every once in a while and go out in the yard. Yeah. As far as that goes, I don't even wear boots in the winter if I can get away with it. <laughs> I, yeah. I run around. The time. I was just out there. Well, yeah, I was just out there earlier today at 17 degrees up in the back, <laughs> back patio. Back I was. I was. So. Yeah, you're 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 a tough you're a tough guy. The the uh, oh, often, cat. What about if they're wearing moccasins? You know, you I still get the effect. I believe to a certain extent that you do, but you don't. It's it's muted. Okay, and I say this for two reasons, okay? One, because today's shoes have are made out of... Yeah, no, I'm I, talking about the Native American moccasins. If you're, right, if you're right. just leather between your foot and the ground. Right, okay, yeah. that's what I'm saying, okay? I believe that it's very effective, you know, it's... Because the Native Americans effective. didn't suffer with what we suffer with. No, no, and you're talking about a piece of animal hide that's organic. Right. Right. The shoes that you wear today are not. Really? Everything is man-made in them. Right. Okay? 
So it doesn't, it mutes. It mutes all the energy that comes up, okay? Um, a rubber soul will foot. stop a lightning strike from killing you. <laughs> yeah. That's just off the grounding. The grounding, uh, yeah. uh, you, you got to get grounded to the earth. Exactly. You know, and mm-hmm. that's one of the things that I talk about as a child. Um, I can't, I go I go barefoot about 75% of the time. The only time I ever wear shoes is when I go into the office. Okay? So me and Kat have a common, we run around barefoot all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's, it's just, you know, people don't understand it, but I tell them, as a child, I did go to um, see relatives in Alaska, and they were doing the strip mining, you know, on their property mm-hmm. where you spray it, you know, with the water, mm-hmm. and then they would they would pan whatever came down, you know, in the sluice, and I did I was a child. I had no knowledge of what they were doing, you know, and the, I stepped out of the truck. I was barefoot, and... Um, immediately fell to the ground screaming in agony because I could feel the earth screaming, you know, and I said, this is, you know, what's going on? It was bad. It was really bad. They had to put me back into the truck. They rushed me into the hospital. You know, by the time they got me into back into Anchorage, I was fine, you know, but at that point, they, you know, they didn't understand. And I, as a child, didn't totally understand. I just kept telling them, she's hurt. She's hurt. Stop it. Make up stop. You know, so when I was there the whole time, I had these stupid little rain boots from Oregon that I wore, you know, and they were rubber and I was perfectly fine. But the moment my feet would touch the ground outside, it was like, oh, no, I couldn't stand it. So it's very much grounding. You pick up the energy from the earth itself. And that I believe, you know, think about this. We have diseases now that we never had, you know, and. Maybe we never had them because we were able to be in constant contact with the earth. Agreeing. So talk about the. I interrupted you. Go back to the the Bigfoot and the and the and the portals and. Oh, okay. Well, I just want to say this. Okay, they harness the energy from mm-hmm. the magnetics. The magnetics, I believe, for them, they are able to sense where portals are. I believe that. They also, with, when there are more than two, when there are two or more, now this goes back to something that's in the Bible. Um, Power of agreement the most powerful thing in the universe. Yeah, they are able to open them, and I've watched them do it. They are oh. able to open that portal, call that portal and open it. Where I'm not, the other thing is, though, that you brought, you brought this up in the past, Kat, that they actually eat various types of rocks, like, well, we do, too, yes. we eat salt and whatnot, but they eat specifically quartz crystals. Yes, they do, and they also eat, they eat all kinds of crystals, but they love quartz crystals. I have tons of them, and I Do they them. poop them out, or are they forever in their gut? I believe that they digest them, and I believe that mm. they break them down. Mm. So, there again. What are what are they using utilizing out of that? You know, are they able to utilize that and create their own piezoelectric electric mm-hmm. charge throughout their body? Right. You know, or is then, that just like a tuning for uh, yeah, yeah, that was what I was going to say. Is that, is that their, the ley line, and then they're exactly. using that to, That's to tune it so that they can open the portal. Exactly. You know, I've said before. It to me, it's almost like um, that movie Phantasm where the little dwarf, you know, they have the giant tuning fork and the guy puts his hand, one on each side of it, and he's transported to a different realm. 
You know, it's like that. And I do believe that. Um, And I'm not saying that it's a supernatural quality. I'm saying that it's a quality that they have evolved. Now, that being said, I also believe that the stigma that people encounter nowadays are devolved. They were at a higher evolution point, and they have devolved. You know, and they've you lost. Think that you think that that was back during the days of the giants that they do all that stuff? And yeah, I do. I really yeah, do. I think so too. I, I mm-hmm. really think there's a link between between the 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 time of the giants and yeah. oh, and here here let, uh, let me let, can we take five more minutes, Duke? All right, you got five more. I'm just okay. looking at the length of the file here, okay. hoping that we gotcha. can get this done before it crashes for okay. me. Okay. okay. Uh, uh, in the the Bible starts with uh, we want I want to talk about evolution versus creationism and old Earth and new Earth. the The Bible uh, is mistranslated, and they use the King James and oh my God, it's the King James and they were all under penalty of death and all I listen to is the King James. Well, just buckle your belt, uh, put on your seatbelt for a minute because I'm going to share some truth with you. They miss the first three verses of the Bible. They screwed it up. I'm sorry, they did. If it didn't make sense to them, they either left it out or they changed it. That's just the way it is. There's three words, haya, another word, tohu, and the third word, bohu. Haya means had become. Tohu means utter chaos. And bohu means a wasteland. And this is what the first three verses of the Bible say in English right now. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was null and void and without form, and waters covered the face of the deep, and the firmament rested upon the waters. But that's not, null and void were not what it said. And uh, they left out had become. They lipped out Haya completely. They mistranslated Tohu and Vabohu, and, Bohu, and the, the connector between them is a Va, Tohu Vabohu. And uh, this is what it says. It, it, it should say in English, In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth had become utter chaos and a wasteland. And waters covered the face of the deep. And deep space, the firmament, deep space rested upon the face of the waters. That's a destructive flood. That means That's there was something here. Everything that, uh, that was here originally was completely destroyed. Even right. the atmosphere was wiped out. Mm-hmm. Everything that was means destroyed. That, and, and now Jesus talked about, I saw Satan fall like uh, lightning from heaven. He's not talking about uh, after Genesis 1. He's talking about pre-Genesis 1. Mm-hmm. So there's always been the whispers in the theological seminaries and the Bible colleges about a pre-Adamic race, and is that the the, the demonic? Oh, come on. It, it, it's it's deeper than that. All As I said before, all, 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 most of the of the, the real Bible scholars uh, have believed it's an old earth and a new creation, and that everything before Adam and Eve was spirit only. And that God decided uh, for his final work, <clears throat> he would turn his creation to a soul. 
emotions, mind, and will. Not mind, will, and emotions. Emotions, mind, and will. God is love. That's an emotion. You react to him with tears. That's an emotion. It's love, love, love. Emotions, mind, and will. God wanted a people who would love him, who is because of that love, it would determine their thinking, and their thinking would determine their will the same way God works. And his love for you determines his thinking about you. His thinking determines his will. You can love the will of God. The fact is, there was something here before Genesis 1, verse 2. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and then millions of years went by. And then the earth had become utter chaos and a wasteland. If you look at Mud Fossil University and some of this other stuff, and you ought to go there and look. Everybody ought to go there and look once uh, on YouTube, Mud Fossil University. Uh, we're not the first creation. We're not the first humanoid. Science tells us today 95% of the species on the earth have gone extinct, and they're trying to get us to feel guilty for it. It's not my fault. I'm kind of glad they are. They probably would have wanted to eat me. Uh, 95% of the of the stuff, that the fossil evidence they found, I'm talking to an archaeologist here on the phone. Still busy. I, uh, I'm talking to an archaeologist here on the phone. She knows what we're talking about. Uh there was there. There's been uh, absolute signs of of uh, uh, eons of stuff. Now I don't hold with cat can speak for herself. I don't hold with evolution because they haven't found the. If, if you can show me a, an elephant with flippers, I'm going to start to listen. But I haven't ever seen the missing link between a whale and an elephant. So uh, you know the the. The theory of evolution is one thing, but there's been multiple creations. God's created and created and created and created. He's creative. He birthed your spirit out of his breath. The river of of God that's supposed to flow out of your belly flows out of his belly at the throne. He's creative in his nature. He couldn't stop if he tried. He's been creating and creating and creating. I believe that we were a bare rock and that God was uh, putting nutrients in the ground by all these previous uh, creations. You look at that that uh, giant rocket at Tunisia uh, that is going around. It, it looks like a giant. It looks like about three times the size of Devil's Tower or Devil's Rock in uh, Devil's Tower in Wyoming. It's got tree rings in the top of it. That sucker had to be a mile or two miles tall. Yeah, it's, it's as big as a mesa. Yeah. And, and and in Mud Fossil University, you'll see giants, the bodies of giants, decomposed giants, that became sedimentary rock at the bottom of floods. And you know, Flavius Josephus said that the, that the the slowly uh, uh, decomposing bodies of the, gen- the 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 first generation giants that he knew about, which would have been during the time of Jared. The the ones that were a mile tall, those were the those were the you know uh, what is it uh, three hundred cubits three hundred fifty cubits, those were the ones that uh, the Greeks found and created the Greek mythology around. Those were the Titans of old. He called them. Right. And the the fact is is uh, our God has been working on this planet for a long time. 
And there are a lot of mysteries. We're, we're his final creation. And uh, biblically, this is not something that you ought to shun simply because somebody's saying the earth is older than 6,000 years and your pastor says it's not. You ought to think for yourself. God bless your pastor. Give an extra offering for me. But you ought to think it for yourself. And that's what the first three verses of the Bible says. And Jesus and, say, come, let us reason together. Right. Jesus that actually issued a call for people to have a brain and think for themselves. Right. Well, I'm going to tell you, I'm gonna tell you one other thing that will blow your mind. Uh, if you want proof they left things out of the Bible, there's a word called anastenazane. Every time Jesus healed somebody, the Bible says he anastenazaned. Well, uh, the first century church spoke in tongues. To anastenazane, to stenazane in Greek means to sigh. Anastenazane means to sigh repeatedly. So they thought that sounded like sex, so they left it out of the Bible. Well, the first century church knew that the, that the apostles were telling them that Jesus sighed repeatedly under his breath. They knew he was praying in tongues. Now, where would we be with all these different denominations if we had known that every time Jesus healed somebody, he prayed in tongues? Yeah. We wouldn't be a whole lot of different denominations. No, no, that would have cleared that up right off the bat. And, and there'd okay, be well, a whole lot of other people with... healed. So I'm all done with that, but that's that's what I wanted to share. This is a, this is a long-term project on behalf of God. Yeah. Go ahead, Kat. Well, I really didn't have anything to add there. You were, you know, we were just finishing up, but I do agree with about 90% of what you say I do agree with. Okay. So I think we've we solved that mystery. <laughs> okay. All righty then. Well, if you guys think we we got her pretty well covered, I guess we'll wrap it up there. I really appreciate having both of you together for the first ever roundtable discussion here. And uh, mm-hmm. I think it was, you know, we certainly got a lot of information out there. It may take people a while to, you might have to listen to this show a few times to digest all of it <laughs> and go do additional research. But it should give you a lot of the information that you need to be able to make that determination yourself. If you, you know, are, are wondering something weird's going on, is this Bigfoot related or is it something else? Hopefully you got enough information out of the show to be able to tell the difference on that. And uh, thanks again to Dave and Kat for both being on here. Thanks. I got, I got one me. last thing to say. What's Whenever that? you're done. Whenever you're done. I want to do a Kevin. Go ahead. Now, when I'm done, we're done. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, if you see red eyes, uh, it doesn't want to give you a hug. <laughs> yeah, that's and, one and it's not a hug. And it's no. not a Wookiee. Red-eyed Wookiees don't hug them. Right. So, they don't hug the Wookiees. Don't well, yeah. Just safety first. Don't hug the Wookiee in any case. Yeah. But like I said, hopefully we we can you know the people out there now have a little better idea when they're when they're dealing with a Wookiee and when they got some kind of a demon pretending to be a Wookiee messing with them. Or so make yeah. sure to avoid all that stuff. Stay away from those entities. Don't give them energy. Focusing yeah. on them, taking pictures of them, thinking about them, trying to interact with them. Yeah. All that and, stuff and if, if 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 you if you become obsessed. Yeah. Obsessed means there's spirits around you, yeah, and not in you, around you, and bothering you. 
If you become obsessed with Bigfoot and all you can think about 24-7 is Bigfoot and interacting with the Bigfoot and wondering what the Bigfoot are thinking and wondering what the Bigfoot are feeling, those aren't Bigfoot. Those are spirits that you're screwing with. And they're now followed you home and they're screwing with you. Take authority over them in Jesus' name. Exactly. And even knowing that they're there and taking authority on them, as long as you keep messing around with them, they're going to keep coming back and you're going to keep having to fight with them over and over again. Kat, disagree? I agree. 110%. Sing the the Frozen song. Let it go. Let it go. Forget about it. Just stay away from them. Any kind of interaction with them feeds them. Negative interactions give them more energy. But anyway, I hope everybody had a wonderful Merry Christmas and we're all looking forward to New Year's. You'll be listening to this show before that happens, so get ready for the big New Year's. Turn over to 2018. Everybody pray that we have a, a better year than we already had. 2017 was pretty good, though. Let's hope that the trend continues and it keeps getting better. And, uh, you know, make sure you, you help all your friends. Always safety first, last, and always pay it forward. And, you know, again, God, God help you. Whatever you do, please do not hug the Wookiee. Amen. Thanks, folks. <laughs> Okay, we're done. Hopefully we're out of here before the program collapses, so we're going to have to like yeah. up right away to make sure it stops. Good job, okay. you guys. Thank you. I'm sorry I called you by your name again, so I'm, I apologize. I won't do that ever again. That's okay. Oh, I got to crack it down on everybody on that because it's yes, like, you know, right. if somebody I don't know calls me Brian, I don't really care, but I don't want my friends calling me Brian. It pisses me off. Okay. Okay. Well, don't be pissed off, okay? Yeah. Yeah. It hurts you worse than it hurts us. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I could just I could make a contraction out of your name from Dave Mick and call you Dick. How's that? Well, uh, what me is, I got a cousin named Richard. We called him Dick Mick. Now he'd whoop your ass, but I, I'll just I'll giggle. You know, Butthead's got a cousin named Richard. He even admitted that on Beavis and Butthead that Butthead does have a cousin named Richard. Yeah. No. Dickhead. Oh. Yeah. Well, I'll let you guys get to your night. You guys have a peaceful night, and I thank you for talking with me. You too. Thanks for coming on the show, dear. We'll have you on here again shortly with uh, Taylor and Kevin as soon as I can get those details worked out. I appreciate okay, you, Kat. You guys have, yep, you guys have a good week, okay? Okay, you, you too. too, dear. Thanks. Okay, bye. Don't get a sunburn. I won't. <laughs> I'm going to go <laughs> get some wind burn. <laughs> Yep. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye, dear. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to hang up, too, then go outside and have a smoke here. I think we went about quite a while, two and a half hours at least.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.